is episode 550. Man, that's a lot of episodes for April 2019. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening remix of the classic kids' tune, Itsy Bitsy Spider, the R&B remix, was done by Desmond Kids Jams on YouTube. Uh, really nice version of that song. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, in the music video, they were wearing Todd Knox Spider-Man shirts, so I sent a message to Todd Knox so he could uh, take a look at it. Artist Todd Knox. So, uh, if you want to see that music video, look up Desmond Kids Jams. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Before we get on with Spider News, I want to thank people who support podcasts like this and our website each and every month through Patreon. And I want to publicly thank them. So, thanks to Stephen, Frederick, Dom, Christopher, hashtag something good for you, Common Omelet, Symbiobro, Jose, Joey, Will, Taylor, Nick, Brian, Kian, Alex, Jay, Stuart, Stephen, James, Austin, JB, Hafskimo, Michael O, Michael K, Andrew, Patrick, Laura, Avenji, Craig, Jonathan, Federico, Ricky, Lee, Thomas, Zach, Dowd, David, Tun Hissong, uh, Frazetta Hulk, Alex, Michael, Mayor, Adam, and Robert B. Thank you, each and every one of you, for helping support uh, this podcast. I appreciate it. You help pay the bills and keep the site and the podcast going strong each and every month. If you would like to support things you like, like this podcast and our website, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace. And also visit our main site at spidermancrawlspace.com. And there's a Patreon button on the right-hand side. It's also a Patreon button at the bottom of every news article. All right, let's get on with Spider News. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our Spider News for the month. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Zach. What's going on, Zach? Hey, it's good to be here. Uh, to be a hero from the beginning of the episode instead of showing up 30 minutes late. So. There you go. It's all good. Uh, we've also got JR. If you Five more minutes, he turns from a pumpkin to a pumpkin bomb when midnight hits, right? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm here to pick up George's slack, everybody. I'm sacrificing uh, the rest of my night and probably tomorrow because I'll sleep till noon. So oh, there you go, there you go. By the way, Jr. Quick tease, Jr. Clone Saga Chronicles talking about goblins. It's coming oh. soon. Oh, is it online yet? Oh, it's coming it, soon. It, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. I'll, I'll post on the front page whenever it comes out. Oh, I can't nice. wait. Oh, <laughs> it's a it's a great episode. I'm telling you. We also have Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Hey, I'm excited for lots of good news tonight. So no doubt. lots of things happening with Spider-Man. And unfortunately, George couldn't join us. Unfortunately, Mike has a date. Uh, <laughs> so filling, so I'm filling in. Fill, two for one with Peter, a.k.a. Chi-Town. What's going on, sir? Not much. You know, I'm filling in for George. Well, no, JR's doing that. And um yeah, you're filling, filling in for, for Mike. Mike. I'm, I'm yeah, fill, I, got, I got the muscles. You got the muscles. Sure. Well, we're it. kind of both filling in for George because no one person. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, George is a large mammal. To describe, the, the, the phrase that was used to describe uh, so, uh, Jim Shooter, I, I used to describe George. So uh, Peter could be George's tail. And be his body. <laughs> You are banned from saying tail. Okay. 
Okay. That's my fault. That's my bad. I started you too. That's I, the best part. I'm so sorry. Okay. We have a lot of news, and, and we can't top Spider-Man winning an Academy Award. Woo! The thing what? that I never thought I'd talk about on Zach, this tell me about it. First things first, I do. I, I want to acknowledge something that we – a little mistake we made. We acknowledged it on our on our social media, but we didn't really do anything on our front page. So I want to acknowledge that. We apologize some people, uh, some fans of the site were asking me about it, why they, we hadn't done it. And it was just, it was an oversight on our part and we, for, we forgot. So moving on. Uh, yeah. So Sp- Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won an Academy Award. Now this Academy Award um, is for best animated feature. Now this has been a category that has been dominated by Pixar. I mean, this was the joke running gag is, is that it was created basically to give Pixar an Academy Award and not, you know, but but not include them in the best picture category. Um, and for the for the last several years, I mean, it's been a stranglehold. Anything that was Pixar has won the Oscar. So for this to happen for Sony is a huge, huge coup for Sony, not just because of the Spider-Man implications, but also for Sony animation. It also kind of helped that they were up against Incredibles 2, which I didn't really care for. See, I, I haven't seen the second Incredibles. Uh, I, I know it's sacrilege. I, there's just been so many good... The problem that I'm having with Disney right now is and Pixar and, and everything is that I'm paying enough money to watch the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I can't watch all the Disney stuff. Like, I, I am excited for the streaming service just so I can watch... The, all the all the classic stuff and all the new stuff because I have not seen hardly any of the new live action movies. I probably I want to take my daughter to see Lion King because I was around her, I was just a little older I think it was five maybe six years old when Lion King came out uh, and I watched that I remember watching that in theaters when it came out so I want to take my daughter to go see the new Lion King when it comes out. I think but, it's hysterical that Shane in our live YouTube chat says how old is this video. <laughs> Uh, the, we record these about once a month and it was and a couple of weeks before we got no to- i think it was like a, a couple of days before we wrapped up the last news segment yeah and between now and we record that they won an academy award so it has Shane, been about a month since the oscars i think that was yeah. what last sunday of february last, last last week of february so yeah and i think we recorded this like a couple of weeks like a week or two before i mean it was not very long before we 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 anticipated that we were going to win it was going to probably win the oscar because look it has won a ton of awards yes and look i i, I didn't see the movie when it came out I wasn't a part. Obviously, I wasn't a part of the review on the on the on the on the on the podcast. But I, I decided I was in Houston a couple weeks ago, and I had nothing better to do because I dropped my daughter off. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know get it on digital. So I ended up downloading it on my phone, and uh, and I watched it in my hotel. And I I've watched it now so now three times, um, and I've really enjoyed it. It's a really mm-hmm. good film. So the accolades that it's receiving are nice. It's nice to see, you know, even though, yes, it's an animated feature. And I know some people are like, well, it's just them acknowledging that comics are for kids, whatever. It, the fact that it got an acknowledgement, the fact that we've seen more Marvel Studios, Marvel-related properties nominated for Oscars this year is showing. Like Black Panther, yeah. Like Black Panthers, mm-hmm. for example. Um, is showing the power 
that the pocketbook is finally breaking through. Now, they had this really ill-fated idea of doing this popular film category because they want to maintain their artsy-fartsy bull stuff. Um, edited myself there, Douglas. Uh, but I, it's it's nice to see the acknowledgement. Uh, the the you know it, it, look the movie's point was anybody can be Spider Man, uh, including Miles Morales, and I think that it, it's a good message. It was a great introduction to Miles Morales to mass media. It was a great introduction to Spider Gwen. My only my only wish is that we would have seen a Mayday Parker. Uh, introduced to the to the to the masses um i'm hoping that it, with the inevitable sequel that was set up in the post credit scene that we'll uh we'll start we'll see that my only wish was my spider-man was in it my 616 was in it well you really know. the whole movie was about the legacy of spider-man it, that's very true and Peter Parker. to drive that home he had to die he had to be sacrificed he was the sacrificial lamb so that his legacy could live on and I'll I agree. It, it is a legacy film. I would agree. And that's uh, what the best part of Miles is he's carrying on the, the baton. Everything we have griped about with Miles in the 616 in terms of the character being in the 616 that was diminished whenever they brought him in was amplified tenfold with this movie. I liked that you know we got an older Peter Parker that it kind of was on the, clo- on the cusp of giving up, but then – that characterization of that Parker grit, that Parker determination, he starts seeing a little bit of himself in Miles. And Miles, yes, Miles is the main focus of the film, but Peter Parker was an integral part. There was two different Peter Parkers in this film. One that was suspiciously looking like Ben Riley for some reason. I don't know why they gave him blonde hair, but um, yeah, that's right. It, it made me. Th- Did we lose. We lost Peter. Um, I, know, I know he had to step out for a moment. You know, uh, I think maybe why they made him blonde is so that people didn't get confused and think, "Oh, um, bum Peter is this Peter like it, a, yeah. a past version or a future version?" And and they they, they did a good Peters. They did a good job with Captain Kirk as Peter Parker too. <laughs> I liked uh, look. I liked every voice actor that was in the film. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I thought the animation look. The animation's amazing. It it, it gives this that three D feel without looking claymation. And yes. I know that they're going to be open sourcing this, so that's to me that was a shocking thing. I would, I would have, I would have wrapped that up. And I have to um, elaborate further on the animations. Like, really, this is incredible. So much credit to all the animators, and I'm so glad to see them get the credit because I think the technical prowess behind this film was a big reason of um, that that led to it being to to it winning the award because right. essentially it's was like a form of rotoscoping, but instead of animating over live action, they're animating over um, 3D animation. That's where that distinctive look comes from. On top of, right. you know, they just it was like visual jazz, just all the stylization. But the amount of work, this is, the sheer amount of hours that went into this, it took them one week to animate four seconds. I mean, and it's like, what's the total runtime of this movie? Like an uh, hour and a half or something. Yeah, ninety minutes. Yeah, I mean, full feature length. Wow. That's you know nothing to scoff at. And, and, and we movie. give Sony a bad, hard time, especially after the Venom movie. But they could have went cheap on this. Mm-hmm. Well, they, uh, they could have done it as a uh, cut and paste Spider-Man film. They hired some writers who did the Lego movie. Yeah, they, yeah. they did a unique. Anim- they made it look visually cool, as mm-hmm. opposed to what they do on the cartoons of Spider-Man on the what? television. But I'll also say this, Brad, there was a, look, 
This was a Hail Mary for Sony. Oh, yeah. Sony Sony did not uh, – look, they don't have much to go off of right now. They haven't had a lot of success over the last 18 to 24 months. The fact is is that the Venom movie, as commercially successful as that was, was also a Hail Mary. They've been throwing these Hail Marys out because Spider-Man's all they have. Yeah. And it, it leads to our that, – that, that'll lead to my next topic uh, when we get to it. But um, I, I just think that it, it's it's awesome. The technical expertise that it took to get this movie made, the risk that it took. Look, introducing a brand new Spider-Man that's unfamiliar mm-hmm. to people beyond comics was a huge risk. They, they, the soundtrack was good. I mean, multiple Dude, that, aspects that, of this film. Yeah, that that it, Sunflower song's a hit. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. And, and that's look, like I, a number one song now. Uh, exactly. It, it, it is a that is a smash song. I, I think yeah. that it, it, in a, in the way that the Guardians of the Galaxy brought integrated the music so well in the MCU, mm-hmm. they were able to integrate the music with with Miles so well in this film. And again, credit to taking the best parts of Miles, the best parts of Gwen. The you know the best at, at the core. Of the, I mean, look was was the was the spider cave a little ridiculous? Yes, but it was intended to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aunt May was cool in this film. Um, I would have the, never thought I would see the spider mobile on screen. Yeah, ever, I mean, I, ever. That I'll say this about Sony. This damn thing. This was yeah. a movie. <laughs> uh, they, they brought in Spider Ham. I know. Uh, oh my god! I mean, Spider Ham. I would have never thought I'd find that in the movie. Yeah, I mean, Spider Ham <laughs> and, and Spider Man Noir and, and oh my god, uh, and Nick Cage as I mean, Spider Man Noir, <laughs> who kind of played him like Batman, sixties Batman, which was fine. No, he he played him like a seventies detective. Uh, he played him like a noir. They had to clean up a lot of, of noir for this movie. Yeah, yeah true, this was true. a sanitized version of the yeah. Nick Cage. Okay. Not, poor, would, poor guy got married four days ago and just had it annulled. Did you hear about that? Who? Nick Cage got married well, four days ago and annulled it today or whatever. Yes, I saw this that. Is, this I'm is the same guy that forgot this. that April 15th is when you're supposed to pay your taxes every year. <laughs> no, that's Blade. It's Wesley Snipes. No, he, no he, he, he forgot his to pay. He didn't, he, the only difference between, Bla- uh, between Wesley Snipes and Nick Cage is Nick Cage didn't go to jail. He just had to sell his Action Comics number one for it. To <laughs> uh, pay his tax bill. Um, so... Needless to say, we spent a lot of time on this topic, so I, 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 we'll move on. But it's really exciting to see Spider-Man get an Oscar. Yeah. Yes. Jr. We have Jr. In a previous episode, gave that movie a B. By the way, B what, plus. B plus. I'm sorry. Did you ever think Spider-Man would win an Oscar of all things, Jr.? Well, not just Spider-Man, but popular culture overall pretty well yeah. gets the shaft when it comes to the Oscars uh, or any kind of uh, formal critical recognition. I, I guess, I guess in a way I was a little, a little sad to see them have this success like they did with Venom only because I, I just really think Sony needs to crash and burn and Spider-Man, the, the rights to Spider-Man go fully to yeah. DC. I, We're- you know, with, with, I mean, <laughs> They got so lucky with Venom. That thing could have, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and, and somehow they think that the Venom, I mean, Venom's a unique character, but the, somehow they think that success is going to translate to Morbius, yeah. you know, it's, it's gonna, and it's I mean, gonna look at the reputation around. of the movies too. Venom. Yeah, it did really well, but it does not have good reception. I mean, the highest praise people can say about it is that it's enjoably bad, but it didn't um, suck too bad. It's so bad. It's good. 
Sony you know, has so many stupid ass ideas that I'm like afraid that Spider Verse then will be successful enough. It'll give them. It'll give them. They're going to spin it. By, to do by the way, they're going to stretch it. By the way, thin. you want to you want to talk about um, spoiling, trying to you know doing their best to spoil Avengers Endgame. Marvel did not want to release a trailer for Far From Home until after Endgame. Oh wow! <laughs> and Sony, Amy Pascal, God basically threw <laughs> threw this giant temper tantrum. Because she didn't feel like people were going to go see it if they didn't start promoting it back in, you know, in January. The fact is, is it's a Spider-Man movie with the MCU. It was going to make stupid money regardless. You know, they need to release the trailer. You know, JR, uh, you're talking about how Sony needs to go away. I saw a funny uh, meme or whatever on on Facebook that uh, the day Disney bought Fox. And it said, and it was a Disney account, and it said, "Hey Sony, check your DMs." <laughs> um, so Sony has the potential to be bought by Disney, like every damn thing else. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I look, I predicted that what yeah. a year and a half ago, because quite frankly, I mean, Sony's gotten some this, this momentum that Sony's on is the biggest momentum they've had since really the early two thousands. They've they've had a really bad run. Um, this last decade of bad decisions and bad movies outside the James Bond franchise, which they were only the distributor. They weren't, they weren't they've, lo- they've lost it now. They don't have it yeah, anymore. And they don't even have that anymore. So again, who so they, who's who, the, the Bond distributorship? Uh, I forget who it is, but it's not how, who had her. And how could they lose it? I mean, they've had, it well, they had long. a contract for so many films and now it was up again. Oh. Somebody else bid. Yeah, it, it, well, it went, went up for basically it went up for auctions, my understanding. And then Sony underbid because they didn't think anybody else was going to bid for it. I'm like, it's James freaking Bond, you idiots. Yeah. Um, of course, we, we also know that Sony doesn't make well, really well informed decisions. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, this kind of leads into our yeah. JR, go ahead with our next topic. Go ahead with the next topic. So yeah. there's some big plans for the Sony for the Spider-Man Cinematic Universe. This is according to CNBC. Um, again, they keep saying that there's going to be five films, but Tom Holland is spoiled that there's going to be a third MCU Spider-Man movie. So, um, you know, uh, we'll see what happens, but basically Jared Leto is filming Morbius right now, which centers on the quote, the villainous vampire that Spider-Man is known for fighting in the comics. And it'll be released in 2020. By the way, uh, on onset reports have a truck on set with the word Craven on the side of it. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, are expected to make it to the movies, including Craven the Hunter, a team up movie for Black Cat and Silver Sable, which I think is uh, still going to not be is not no, going to no, happen. No, it's it, they've separated them. It's going to be a Black Cat and a Sable movie, not two for one. <sighs> but the jury, uh, uh, this is quote: the jury is still out whether Spider Man Cinematic Universe without Spidey can pull off a string of successes like Marvel Studios. If Most they do ca- it, tw- if they do it twice, it's a pattern. Yes. If they do it once, it's a it's it's a freak. Thing. Uh, I mean. <laughs> But again, uh, there was uh, look. They uh, if if they had just pushed Venom out a little bit, but Sony knew that because nothing else came out during the time that Venom came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, look, they were going to tease Venom in Infinity War. Really, that was uh, they were willing to do that. The, Feige has been willing to work with Sony in in teasing stuff for Sony. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yes. The biggest, the biggest uh, hindrance to that was Ike Perlmuter, but that's not a problem anymore because basically wouldn't Feige that, has full reign. Wouldn't that be perfect? Uh, Spidey on Titan and a little yes. black thing goes goes on his leg or something. Yes, and, and, and but but Sony was impatient because Sony is losing money. Yeah, um, it would have it would have made a little bit you know more of a uh, more sense. Um, but look, the the last. <laughs> The last movie for the MCU, Tom Holland Spider Man, is next month in 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 game. Um, but Sony would be stupid not to renew or make a new deal. Oh yeah, yeah, because they're profitable. These yeah. are profitable movies. Marvel Studios does all the heavy lifting; they just do the distribution. Yeah, but I guarantee gum to you. It's my Texan coming out of me. If I'm Marvel, if I'm Disney, I offer I offer five billion dollars to the to the live action rights for Spider Man and move the hell on, and yeah, uh, do it do it for do it for cash because you know Disney's got the cash. Do it yep. for cash considerations and say, look, we are buying back our intellectual property. Uh, we thank you for for everything you've done for us. And if they don't do that, then they turn around and, and they do a merger with Sony and yeah. and and just Sony Pictures because they're not going to buy they're not going to buy Sony Pictures Television because that's the only part that's profitable of the two. Ashley, do you think they can pull off a second, a third, a fourth successful spinoff movie? Um, I think it just depends on the studio handling it. I think Sony Pictures has proved themselves completely incapable, but Sony Animation is. I don't know. They, they they the Spider Verse was successful, and yes. And I will two separate studios within Sony. It's like, you know, there are two arms attached to the same body, but what one, oh. one does doesn't necessarily condemn the other. So got it. Got it. Uh, JR, can they pull it off? Can you have a Craven movie with no Spider-Man? No, well, I don't see how, I mean, th- to me, the only thing that worked, I mean, and again, I didn't see Venom and fortunately the family hasn't made me buy that movie and sit with them and watch it. But <laughs> Venom is just a unique character. I mean, the sense of humor that Venom has, and the the the, the like I said, Venom is the master of disaster. I mean, he's he's chaos. He's he's fun to watch. I just can't see that mania translating to Craven or Morbius or you know. I mean, and Silver Sable. I mean, and, no. and Black and Black Cat. I mean, I mean, I like Felicia as a character, but I honestly yeah. don't have faith in Sony to do. I don't have faith in Sony to do anything with it. I'm very scared of them handling her you know well, I mean, the, it, biggest, it, the biggest problem with the venom movie is that there wasn't spider-man in the movie yeah it was it, one of I, the biggest problems. problems than that well i mean, <laughs> well, I mean they're, they're getting a you're getting a joker movie with no batman yeah. well may, maybe you're not maybe you're I, mean, and sony, I mean disney has tried to buy the rights back to spider-man they have apparently they have tried sony won't yeah. do it i mean and, and sony uh, at the risk of sounding I mean, I have, I did actually read this. Okay. I'm not making it up, but one reason Sony hasn't sold or given up is because being Japanese controlled, it's all about saving face. And Mm. if they, if they sold or, you know, closed up shop or whatever, they would lose face. And as long as that consideration exists and outweighs economic considerations, uh, you know, that's, uh, 
I, I don't, like I said, it's just, the, you know, they do a spider verse, they get lucky with the venom, but there's all kinds of, they got, they got I, so I many honestly, stupid ass ideas that I, I can't see them not. And they're not, and, and, and I wouldn't say it's a, uh, you know, yes, Zach's right. It would be stupid for them not to renew MCU, but some of these movie studios have, have a w- odd perspective. If we can't make all the money, nobody can make any money. You know, and Mm -hmm. I just remember when they tried to bring this is this is probably irrelevant to everybody else, but me and a few. But they've tried, you know, years ago when Darren McGavin was still alive, they tried to others tried to bring Cole Shack back and the, Mm -hmm. the, the studio would not license it because no and they they want Chris Carter wanted to have Cole Shack guest star on the X Files, which would have been awesome. Yeah. But the studio, it's like if nobody if we can't make money with this property. No, well, I mean, I mean, uh, that was uh, that was one of Ike Perlmuter's points was that because uh, they wanted to put the Avengers Tower or the, the Osborne, Osborne Tower, Tower in the Avengers movie. But Ike Perlmuter vetoed it because they weren't going to make any money off of uh, off of that particular little bit. Mm-hmm. And Perlmuter said, if we don't make any money off of it, um, then uh, then uh, then 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 we're not going to do it. And incredibly short-sighted. I mean, it just, uh, yes, it's amazing it how some of these people who are billion, I mean, they're not stupid people, but they're so, I don't and, know. And what had, had ASM two not been a failure. Look, I like Tom Holland a lot, but we would have had Andrew, Andrew Garfield would have been in the MCU. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we move on, I want to hear JR's thoughts of his worlds colliding. Captain Kirk voicing Spider-Man. What'd you think? Well, Kirk's it, fine. It, Not well, real I, Captain Kirk. Exactly. Oh, okay. I have liked the, 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 the Abrams Spider, the Star Trek movies. Unfortunately, I mean, Abrams, Abrams and paramount screwed that franchise horribly they just you, they, ha- they had they had something special after that first movie and thoroughly screwed it but you, i i but i really s- don't care did you just hear chris of- pine singing the christmas spider-man songs no <laughs> go to youtube yeah. they're hysterical they're they are pretty funny they are very funny spider-man singing christmas songs as sung by chris pine but i mean look i mean i mean they have uh, on this link that brad gave us from cbc they have the opening weekends. Look, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two made ninety-two million dollars, which was more than than uh, the the second Raimi Spider-Man film. You know, I mean, uh, yes, its overall interna- domestic its domestic and international grosses Inflation, were pretty small, right? Uh, but even so, I mean, uh, 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 Sony. As long as Amy Pascal is involved with these movies. They're going to not be very good because mm-hmm. if they don't have a visionary director like they had with this Into the Spider-Verse, where you had two very good, very visionary um, writers in um, – I can't remember the guy, two guys' names. The, everything that they touch is gold because they're passionate about the subject matter. That's the difference. Let's uh, keep along with the uh, the movie news. Ashley, we've got uh, several new movie posters up uh, for Endgame and also Far From Homes. We do. Give yeah. me a second to pull them up. Okay. I'd, I'd like the, uh, the upside down reading the Italy one. Reading the Italy uh, map. Is that it? 
Yeah, it's a it's yes, yeah, it's reading the the map of Italy. But yes, nice. we have three new posters for Far From Home, and each one features a different major city in Europe. This is their school trip where I'm like, I'm jealous. My high school never had anything like a tour of Europe. Man, what kind of, you know, high class uh, private school is Peter going to? I, I went to some crummy school in Texas, and we got to go to London my freshman year. There you go. So. <sighs> Okay, well, this first one is he's um hanging over a bridge in Venice as the gondolas pass under him, and he's just you know got a a travel guide on Italy that he's uh reading upside down. The second one has him in front of the um. I'm not good with landmarks. Does anyone know? No, I don't know. Which, I don't know which city? That's what we're trying to find out. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, the middle one where he's not. With Uncle Ben, I mean Uncle Big Ben behind him. That, that would be Parliament. Parliament. There you go. That would be Parliament and Big Ben. Well, no, yeah, the, the third one's clearly London. He's on yeah, top. of The middle the, one is what we can't figure the out. Scaffolding. Hang on, let me pull that. I'm thinking oh. it's Germany, but I could be wrong. It's not. I mean, it's not the. YouTubers, no, it's not can the, you it's help us? Uh, no, they can't help us. Okay, this is from Wait, five days ago. Oh. Oh, anyway, what? did you like the Uncle Big Ben? Come on. I, I worked hard on that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I tell you, though, I really do like that first poster. That is a classic comic book pose. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that poster. Okay, the one, yeah, the one, the, the top, okay, of the other three. That is the Louvre? In, uh, it's in Berlin. That's in Berlin. Okay. Okay, so he's going to Germany. Yeah. So we have Venice, Berlin, and London. We are very yeah. far from home indeed. Yeah. Um, something if, I if really... everybody needs to figure out the Peter Parker Spider-Man after this movie, okay, that's they're right. all stupid. Excuse, excuse <laughs> me. That is the that is the Brandenburg Gate. Oh, Brandenburg Gate. Okay, great. Real quick, what do you guys think of that? Uh, the new suit? You get a really tight look of that suit. You like the black and the red, or do you hate it? I'm not no, too big that. on the black. I like blue better for Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. I I don't dislike it. It's something different. Um, it is. I'm not a huge fan of the white spider on, on the back, though. I, I get it, but I just I don't love it. I don't know what, what I think of the arms are mostly black. Yeah, it looks kind of, and I don't like the ribbing on it. It looks like you know, like motocross or like you know, <laughs> motorcycle body armor. Yeah. To me, to me, the arms look too much like Miles's costume mm. because of the the finger gloves and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh. It, if and it it's kind of like a mix between Miles's costume and the Ben Riley suit, mm-hmm. yeah, um, on the arms, and I just uh, yeah, yeah. I prefer Need something the to break it up too on the suit, not the the smaller squintier ones. Yeah, I, I've always preferred black and red. Although although they've made it look black and uh, black and blue, they made red and blue look good on the screen. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. black and red would just be better in the comics or something. But they'll, I always like the black and red Spider Man. They'll, they'll also sell some more action figures out of these new new. Yeah, suits. I'll be picking you know? up the Marvel Legends mm-hmm. whenever it comes out. But Actually, I think you know, it's a good direction with um and something they're showcasing and highlighting in these posters is you know we look at Homecoming and you know since they. Um, you know, since the Raimi films, you know, the Raimi films were very clearly cemented in New York. They filmed in New York. New York City's identity was just completely ingrained in the movie. Um, the movies since then have not really had the the setting be as enmeshed with the um 
with the movie yeah. is that sense. I agree. Like, think about like, can you think of any iconic settings in um in the Andrew Garfield films? I'm like, I just remember the when oh, he's boy, hopping, he's swinging across the cranes. I don't remember any specific, yeah. you know. Uh, that ridiculous! Oh god, that ridiculous scene with the cranes! Like, there's fifty, there's like fifty cranes all at once in New York City, and they all happen to be on the same street, and they all like what? And it was uh, really poor payoff too. It was like I was like, oh my god, it, it was kind of it, it was more eye rolling than anything. And the um, and the and the other posters we're going to talk about. The internet went nuts with these things. The game yeah. posters. <laughs> There are yeah. so many. Talk about what, what what they did. You'd have to like be trying to have not seen one of these. Um, these are basically all the te- the latest teaser posters for Avengers Endgame. Let me open up. I mean, one. we've we've even sh- I, I the crawl Spider-Man crawlspace dot com Facebook page. If you're not a if you don't follow us on Facebook. Oh, speaking of, we just hit four thousand fans today. By the way, I was wondering when we were going to get there. Congratulations! We, we just hit four grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but by but uh, I, I did share the uh, the Avenge the Fallen, but it's got uh, it's got Willem Dafoe yelling Avenge me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Some uh, other funny it, ones are John Wick's dog. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. Um, uh, Bing Bong from uh, Inside Out. Yeah. Bing Bong. Uh, Bing Bong, Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Uh, what's another one that was funny? Oh, Ned Stark. <laughs> yeah. And on our, our, our former castmate, or he's welcome anytime, Donovan, uh, he was shared on BuzzFeed for a tweet he put up where he put Avenge the Fallen and he put in black and white the cast of the Defenders. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. saw that on his... Uh, he's, yeah. he's gone viral a couple of different times. He went viral on that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, Ashley, also, tell us about the Spider-Man. Well, I mean, there's a couple things that came out with that that we didn't know about yeah. characters. Yeah. So we... um, It's split into... Two, two different types of pictures. We have the first set, which is um, their full color pictures of the surviving members of the MCU. Yeah. And um, interposed over their face is the text Avenge the Fallen. We right. have Tony, we have um, Captain America, Black Widow, Thor, Bruce, Hawkeye, Captain Marvel, um, Ant-Man, Nebula, General Okoye, um, Rhodey, Pepper Potts, Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see her in there, Rocket Raccoon. She's going to be iron. Um, she's going to be a rescue. She's going to armor up in this movie, I think. Uh, they better. They teased it in Iron Man three, and I've been it's ready terrible. for it since then. Um, Valkyrie Wong. It's oh, nice to see Valkyrie coming back. Happy. Yeah, yeah. happy, and that's like all of our main cast who is currently alive right now. Yeah. And then the ones that have really had the internet kind of just in uh universal mourning are the black and white pictures of those who have fallen. We have T'Challa, um, Star Lord, Gamora, Dr. Strange, and Peter. Yeah. We have uh, one, 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 one that's uh that was in that list of the dead that we didn't see on screen is well, Shuri. Shuri, yeah. We've we learned by these sister. pictures that Black Panther's sister died. That it got confirmed. Um yeah. Teen Groot. Yep. And then the last one is blank for some reason until you realize it is just Drax standing so still that he has actually become <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And if if you if you look um 
there's it's 14 and 14 i think is it's an even number of how many are alive how many are dead i, I thought, thought that was interesting nine pictures let me see. Oh, I thought it was 14 and 14. Uh, also, there is a uh, Chinese uh, movie poster for Endgame that came out with uh, the, the Walking Dead Spider-Man in the front. You saw that? So there's yeah. that and the heroes. So anyway, Nick Fury is front and center. And that's also the first look at the new Captain America costume, which got the chain metal. Uh, oh, I did not notice that. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I've got it pulled up on. Uh, I've got our I got our official Facebook page pulled up right now, oh, and I'm look scrolling at through. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's also our first time we've seen Clint on, on a poster. Oh yeah, uh, Thanos snapped his hair off. That's yeah. what ha- that's what happened to me and Peter, by the way. <laughs> Damn Thanos. Thanos sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's mine's starting to fall out. Um, oh. So the final count we had is 15 remaining and 16. Oh, I was fallen. off then. Uh, okay. Something that was interesting is that included among the fallen are those who passed before the big snap. Well, so we had yeah. Gamora who was killed, you know, in Thanos's quest to get the infinity gems. Spoiler. Right. Um, and then we have Loki who was killed at the beginning of the movie. Spoiler. Yeah. So uh, in less than 30 days, this movie is coming out. So what are your plans to see it? Opening weekend, everyone? Or what are you going to do? My plan, I work that Thursday and Friday night. But that Saturday, you best believe me and my buddies are going to go watch that movie. Dude, you got to see it that weekend. Otherwise, the internet is blowing up. You're going to be spoiled. Yeah, I'm avoiding the internet for two days. Yeah. JR, what's your plans? When are you going to see it? Depends on what Spencer's plans are, to be honest. Because I won't. Go, I mean, I won't go without him. So yeah, no doubt. Peter, when are you going to see it? To speak for George, that he's not going to see it. Um, but I think I'll see it maybe, maybe, you know, two or three weeks after it comes out. Why so late? How are you going to avoid the spoilers? I'm always busy. I, I, spoilers don't bother me. They they just don't. I I, I just know it's Iron Man Junior on vacation. So. Oh, <laughs> Ashley, what's your plans opening night? Is that what you said? Or opening um, weekend? Opening weekend, we have some friends coming down. We're going to see it with them. We actually have a Cinebistro that opened up just across the street Ooh, from us. What can you, what can you eat there? Oh, what, what can you eat there? They I, have, you watch the movie. I want one of those. I think those would be Ooh, awesome. They have Wagyu sliders, like Wagyu beef sliders. Oh, what's, a, what's a Wagyu what? Wagyu beef is a certain grade of beef, which is... Um, it's generally associated. It's not Kobe beef, but I think it's you know one below that. It's just beef that is treated very, very well, and so it, the meat comes out much richer and more flavorful. Mm. Yum, yum. Uh, by the way, the movie three hours two minutes runtime. How how are we not going to pee? How we, how are we gonna, how are we doing this? <laughs> Gr, your seventy five year old bladder can't handle a three hour movie. I'm going to sneak a catheter in. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know they sell Spider-Man uh, diapers down at the at the Walgreens if you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, as, buckets, you know, as fat as my ass is becoming, those aren't going to fit. They're going to need. I'm going to need Spider-Man depends. <laughs> Extra large. You, you mean Aunt May depends? Spider-Man's just guest starring on those. Oh no! Oh my god! All right. Uh, next topic. Let's see what else we got on this. Oh, I've gotten off the message board. There it is. Uh, what should we talk about? Ah, Ashley, Black Cat ongoing. Black Cat is getting an ongoing. We got to talk about that. That's pretty big news. This is not a drill. 
um, Black Cat is going to get her own ongoing series, which kind of um, harkens back. She got um, her own mini series. It was four issues. Uh, I can't remember the year. It was a, a while back. No, it, there was after Big Time. There was one. Yes, but there was one in 1996 too. Yep. Okay. Well, hopefully, uh, it looks like is going to be her own running series and not just a self-contained mini series. So we'll, we'll see what they do with it. They're going to have, um, Jed McKay writing from man without fear. And the artist will be travel foreman from animal man. Those will be the two, um, two guys at the helm. The first cover has been done up by J Scott Campbell. Everyone's been bombarding me asking like, Oh, actually black cat ongoing series. What do you think? Oh my God. We have to know what you think. What do you think? Let's hear it. I'm, you know, I, I'm glad to see my girl getting some love and attention that she deserves, but I'm also kind of meh because my past experiences with how these have gone for her, it's, it, it really depends on the writer. Yeah. If this was like, if they're taking leaves out of Nick Spencer's book, oh my God, I am all in. Let's go right now. Um, but if they don't really know what to do with her, um, yeah. her story really fell flat in the, um, the mini series that I read, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it was kind of boring. Like, the most interesting thing was her talking to her mom. And was, was that Amanda Connor? Is that who wrote that? I, I think that's what's sticking out, sticking out my mic. I forget who wrote it. I forgot, I forget the story, too, for that matter. I'm not too thrilled bad. over the J. Scott Campbell cover. Um, you know, he draws her, she looks very pretty, mm-hmm. but she looks too dollish. She's just like got very soft features. And I'm like, no, Felicia is a badass. She's got to be, you know, she better look strong and built yeah. and, you know, just, just there and not so wayfish. There was a, uh, is the artist Ingram? Is that what the, it's, it's a very black, dark cover. It's, um, I, I like that cover one done too. by J. Scott Campbell. Oh, I know. There's another one that's out. That another one. Good. Okay. Yeah. I I'm forget which one it is. Um, I'm I'm bu- I'm buying it. We're reviewing it. I think it looks fun. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'll be eager to dive into it. It comes out in June, so yeah. we have to wait till then. But please, please, please pay attention to what they're doing with her in the DLC. Pay attention to what an expenser is doing with her. No pay no. Talking to the writer right now. Yes. Uh, Peter, interested in a black cat ongoing? I am. Actually, awesome. I am. if it, like Ashley says, if it's a uh, if they do Spencer what they what he's been doing to the character, yeah. Absolutely, Jr. Does she, Felicia deserve an ongoing? I think she does. I, uh, you know, I um, my feelings about uh, I tend to uh, see what uh, Ashley is saying. Though, like I, I would feel the same way about any kind of series with Norman. I depends on who's writing them. I don't trust the yeah. character with everyone. Uh, Felicia would deserve a series if if she had good writers and people who understood the character. But if this is just a money grab, yeah. You know, I agree. For, the 800, for an 800th monthly Spider-Man related book, then forget it. Yeah, I agree. Who's uh, who's writing the book again? Um, it was. Let me pull this back up again. Jed McKay. Jed McKay. Hmm. He did hmm. Man Without Fear. I would Man prefer if uh, Gail Simone did it. But. Mm. Yeah, Zach, Felicia, ongoing interest. Well, I'm gonna have to read it. Oh yeah, that's true. We're gonna do spider on, satellites. We're gonna have on spider-satellites.com/slash/girlspace. <laughs> that's true. Um, but I was about to say, see, here's the thing: I, we were talking about the cover. I mean, I like the female form, obviously, I really do. But I think, 
I really yeah. think that female superhero heroes and villains, I think genuinely their f- costumes should be more functional. And I really, mm-hmm. I don't like, I, I, I mean, Felicia is a character that is way too easy to sexualize. And I have a feeling that they're just going to, they're going to go for that easy thing. I thought, uh, I thought the PS4 that. costume was functional yet sexy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I think yeah. Felicia mm-hmm. is the kind of character that I'm more okay with them sexualizing her because that to me feels like a choice that the character would make. She likes yeah. that as she likes weaponizing and her, her sexuality empowers her. She weaponizes that to throw others off guard. However, if that is kind of put in as her only key identifying feature, that is cheapening the character. Yeah. Or if she I comes with a 13 yeah. or if she comes with a 13 inch waist and you know, Yes. Yeah, that kind that kind of stuff. And I remember too, this is a woman who is constantly out, you know, doing acrobatics, fighting crime. She is going to be built. Like mm-hmm. I loved how she was drawn in the um in the 16 in in the uh, Grand Hunt issues. She, she looked as strong as she was um as she was being depicted and I'm like that's realistic. That's or a lot more realistic than what I saw on this cover. You know, she, she shouldn't be yeah. weighted. She should be strong. No doubt. Uh, other bit of news, I'll tackle this one. Um, the Spider-Man newspaper strip has come to an end, at least mm. temporarily, which I'm kind of sad about. Uh, it premiered in 1977. Stan Lee and Jazzy John Romita started it back in the, the late 70s. It's been running for 42 years consecutively every single day. It's been in newspapers. Uh, and... Uh, for the last, since Stan Lee passed away, actually, since 2000, Stan Lee kind of got hands off with the strip. And uh, writer Roy Thomas has been the ghost writer, if you will, not the, on the motorcycle, but a ghost writer keyboard, helping uh, Stan's ideas and dialoguing them. And um, Larry Lieber, who is Stan's brother, has been on the book, I mean, been on the strip for a long time. And he just recently retired from the strip also. And our friend who, um, uh, friend of Peter, friend of myself, Alex Savick, has been uh, penciling. He just got upgraded from the Sundays to the dailies. <clears throat> Stan Lee's name still appeared on the uh, the comic strip. Uh, Roy Thomas's name did not, even after Stan died. So um, it looks like, well, the... Um, uh, what is the distributor? It's King. Is it King Features? Yeah, King Features. Yeah. They they sent a note out to the people who published the strip, like the newspapers, etc. And they said, "Hey, Spider Man's going to take a break for a little bit. We're going to rerun some stuff, and we'll be back with another strip." Uh, Roy Thomas and Alex Savick don't know what that strip is. They weren't invited back to the party. They uh, it could be a Marvel. A Marvel-centric um, strip without Spider-Man. Maybe you have the Avengers newspaper strip, etc. Or, uh, like uh, Alex Savick and I were talking about, it may just not come back. It just may be in reruns, like Peanuts has been in reruns for well, and, and it, years. Yeah, I mean, there's this is not anything new. Yeah. Um, obviously, Peanuts is a good example, but uh, Calvin and Hobbes ran for several years yeah. after it, it, it ended. Um, uh, for better or for worse, was another one that did that. Yeah. Um. So this is not unprecedented, um, yeah. especially when a, when a, when a, the main writer passes away. Yeah. Um. But it, it, it is sad that there won't be any new 
uh, ongoing adventures of Spider-Man. And uh, Roy Thomas, he, he had a goodbye note, and I put it up on the front page. He said he worked for 18 and a half years, and he never got a raise, and he got $300 a week or something like that. <laughs> and um, Alex Savick said goodbye, oh. too. I, ironically, I w- actually today was going to be the day that I was going to interview Roy Thomas and Alex Savick, but uh, Roy backed out. He has a Conan book. That's coming out soon. He's he's uh, scripting it this weekend, and he needs time to do that. And Alex said, I want to be on with Roy. So we're trying to rearrange another podcast with those two guys. Because 20 years on a comic strip is a long time for someone to do it daily. So, um, yeah. not, to, not to jump back to our previous topic, but I did look up uh, that Black Cat miniseries that was written in 2010. Yes, that was it. Jen Van Meter was the... Uh, oh, writer. okay. Got it. So, um, anybody read the Daily Comic Strip? JR, did you used to read it back in the day when it came out in the 70s? No, because I yeah. never lived in an area where it was uh, where it was yeah. run, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, it, sometimes in my travels, I would, you know, pick up a local paper and then yeah. might carry it, but never, never consistently read it. It just I, wasn't available. For up until about the 90s, the St. Louis Post Dispatch had it, and then they dropped it about 2000 or whatever. But I remember <clears throat> mid 90s, uh, there was a thing called the Mutant Agenda, where yes. it, cr- it crossed over with the comic strip and it had a comic book. And in the back of the comic book, you could paste or uh, put your cutout newspaper strips in there. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. My grandparents had a uh, subscription, still do, to the Post Dispatch. So I have those strips cut out. Yeah, uh, that was that was one of the. I mean, that and yeah. the uh, uh, obviously the wedding. The wedding, the wedding was, was the big. wedding tied into the wedding has ties to the uh, the comic strip. Stan Lee said, "I want to get married in the strip. Let's tie it into the comics." And Jim Shooter said, "You're Stan Lee, okay." <laughs> how do and, you how do you say no to Stan? And you know, one thing I learned about in in researching this in, in um, a couple years ago in the newspaper strip, uh, they rolled back. I guess 10 years ago, 2008, when Brand New Day, Spider-Man was single, Roy Thomas had the idea to try it for him to be single. And and Stan said, you know, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like him married. So he reverted. He pulled a Dallas Bobby in the shower. So yeah. Stan, uh, Spider-Man's co-creator likes a married Spider-Man. And the newspaper strip was the last place you could see that consistently, a married yep. Spider-Man. And a lot of people are a lot of people are upset that the married Spider-Man is not represented daily or as much as it used to. What do you think of that, Peter? I think, yeah, that's one of the things that I used to like was going to that news strip and seeing a married Spider-Man. I mean, we had it on the front page for a long time. Yeah, that was when I read it. Now, Ashley, did you ever read the newspaper strip? I don't think I ever did. Uh, I think I was kind of in JR's situation where um, our newspapers, it just wasn't circulated. Right. Same. Uh, let's see. Ashley, you need to jet. You've got, I think you did all your news topics. So you need to, you need to head out. It's 2 a.m. and you're in the neck of the woods. Shopping for some honeymoon prep tomorrow. So ah. we got a big day. No doubt. Well, thank you for being on. Congrats for having um, such good Felicia talk. This, these yes, two episodes. And looking forward to more. It looks like there's only more to come. No so doubt. All, all right, right, girl. I'll talk to you next month, actually, probably. See y'all. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Okay, so uh, any other? I thought- had my honeymoon right after my wedding, so I got it all over with as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> any other thoughts on the strip? And I guess this is a sign, like the newspaper decline. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised it lasted this long. For really? really, I mean, uh, you know, and uh, all those other instances, though, that you know, where, where Zach referred to as a, uh, you know, them recycling the strips or whatever. I mean, every one of those was a very creator-owned personal strip i mean you know yeah. Peanuts was child Schultz for better or for worse was lynn johnson's life uh yeah calvin and hobbs that guy was kind of strange anyway <laughs> but I, Waterston, I, uh, I you know i laugh when i was a kid and i laugh even more when i read him as an adult yeah uh calvin and hobbs is one of my fa- all-time favorite strips of all time but but the uh, you think marvel's going to try another comic strip I don't, to be honest, I, I, you know, I didn't really read, I can't really judge how good the Spider-Man comic strip was, but I just have a hard time seeing a superhero comic translating well into a, uh, uh, that kind of three strip a day thing. Cause didn't, uh, didn't during Spider-Verse, one of the humorous things about yeah. Spider-Verse was Moreland tr- invading the comic strip. Repeats. And, it, and it's like nothing happened, you know, he, he knew yeah. that he would get nowhere. And I think that. Yeah. I, so I, 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 the fact that the Spider-Man strip survived forty years to me is miraculous. To be honest, well, I, writing uh, writing a strip versus writing a comic is too is is, is specifically an art form. Yeah. And to write an adventure comic and have an adventure comic last as long as it did, mm-hmm. uh, because most, I mean, most comic strips, Kevin Hobbs, Zitz, whatever you, want, Zitz was one of my all-time favorites too. Um, it always had the he had the punchline at the end of the at the end of the strip, yeah. but it always led to the next day. Um, and so it's an art form that, unfortunately, I think is going to be lost. To the, the only way it's going to be retained is through web comics, and there's certain web comics that I read every day. Um, I think it going web based is something that's going to happen. Whether it has Alex Savick or, or Roy Thomas involved, that'll be remain to be seen. But you're right, Brad. Uh, the fact is, is that is that uh, New York Times has even said that they're that there's a distinct possibility in the by by 2022 they will not publish a daily newspaper anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, with with the newspaper industry evolving and changing, I think the comics industry um, is going to evolve and change, and I think it's going to be completely online. Yeah. Uh, Zach, talk to me about absolute carnage, which sounds like an absolute nineties idea. <laughs> that's why you, uh, that's why you gave it to me. So yep. Johnny Cates and Ryan Stegman are launching an event this August. It's going to start the teaser of it's going to be in, a, uh, the free comic book day, uh, issue in May, first weekend in May. Uh, that's going to have also a uh, teaser for the Amazing Spider-Man event. So you got one half of the book will be uh, Absolute Carnage. The other half of the book will be Amazing Spider-Man. And it's going to be uh, tackling a story that they've really been building since the beginning of the Venom run. Now, if you've listened to Spider Satellites, an exclusive podcast from Patreon.com slash Crawlspace, <laughs> you'll know that I've given, a, I've given the Venom book high grades. Yeah. And so um, I got one, faith in this writer. He's solid. Uh, so... Basically, the uh, overall premise of the story is that Carnage is going to attack anybody that's ever worn a symbiote. So people like Peter, Eddie. Um, I saw an interview. I saw an interview with Cates, and he said the very first appearance in ASM two fifty two. Did the suit get on somebody? Then did the suit gets on somebody? Jr. Help me. 
Do you remember the suit my, hopping? Mm. I do remember after he rejected it, it hopped on some bums at some point when it yeah, left yeah. the back, well, there, when it the, left he, the Baxter would, building. The, the, I remember, um, for example, when Peter was sleepwalking, and I think there was one time it hopped on somebody and yeah. was flying, or, and, Pete, and someone said, boy, Spidey's put on a lot of weight or something, because yeah, it was just their average middle-aged guy or whatever. So yeah, that, that, that guy about. is potentially going to be in this series. I mean, anybody yeah. that's ever worn a symbiote, you know what's, everybody. You know what's funny? Um, if you look at the cover of Absolute uh, Carnage, you'll see gravestones on the cover. You see one that says Parker. You see one that says Brock. You see one yeah. that says Logan. And they put uh, 112 people in one grave called Avengers. However <laughs> <laughs> many people are in the Avengers grave. Yeah, but, but I mean, the Avengers <laughs> went to the planet of the symbiotes, that really awful. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That awful sequel story that Bendis did. Well, they were also in that Venomized miniseries that we didn't even tackle on satellites. Yeah, but. which was awful. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, pretty much anybody that's worn a symbiote. So it's going to be like the Carnage versus the world. Yeah. Um, it, if anybody can write a compelling story involving symbiotes, it's going to be Donny Cates and Ryan and, Stegman. Dude, I, I have faith in them to do this. Yes. yes. I have faith because that book is so good. Yeah. Um, uh, look, I mean, I, he's coming after Norman too, I suppose. Ooh, there you go. A catatonic. By, by the Norman way, how Osborne. did how did Carnage how did Cletus get the suit back from uh, Norman? Where did the symbiote? Where did the Carnage suit go after Norman had it? Well, Jr. Theoretically, it was incinerated. You know, uh, when um, it separated from Norman or whatever, and because Norman was trying to beat Spider Man on his own, and mm-hmm. he tried to rejoin, and you know it. Oh but wait a minute! Again, there, the, yeah, there, but the, there there was a there was a Carnage one shot. I forget. The Explain thing always that. comes back though. Both him and yeah. Cassidy always come back. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, there was a Carnage one shot that brought it back to Cassidy. Yeah, I, I remember that now. Come it was it web now. of it was it was web of Carnage. Web of Carnage. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, like I say, it's it's been 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 they've been working on this story. And it's been a slow burn for a while. Now they got the big yeah. event. Um, I think it's going to be like six issues or so. I think yeah. is what they said. There's a video you can see up on SpidermanCrawlspace.com, our front page. Uh, yeah. You can see that and the press release. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, any interest in this, Peter? No, none. Uh, Jr. Any interest? You hate symbiotes, Jr. I know <laughs> we already you. know. <laughs> we already know. I particularly uh, don't like Carnage. I mean, I I, I know that, you don't like Venom. Carnage is even uh, more of what you I, hate. I, huh? I see Venom's appeal though, but Venom got. I the thing is, I guess the whole when Venom was uh, popularized and became the lethal protector, then that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. I've just never liked Carnage because I, the guy's an. I, I mean, it's 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 like, it's like the guy's an unremo- a constant serial killer, and it's like, yeah. wow, how, how how do you make that character an antihero? Yeah, but know. people yeah. keep. By lapping it up. Well, let's ke- keep with the comic book theme. Uh, JR, Marvel is flooding the market in Again? June. Why is this? New? Comics. <laughs> yeah, I was a record Marvel number flood. of comics, man. Marvel flooding the market is not news, that's for sure. That's <laughs> old. Uh, yeah. But, um, boy. You know, again, this is this is more George. This is more slack I'm picking up from you uh, for you. Uh, and it, I think George could probably do a lot better with this particular story than I could. But uh, I, you know, in a way, it's a little. There's a few other things at work here that you know. One, uh, 
the Spider-Man Homecoming movie is coming out. So yeah. in, in that mind, this isn't like, you know, uh, Marvel just saying, well, we're going to publish 20, 20, uh, somebody get Peter the Heimlich or whatever, you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't you have like family that can take care of you or something, Peter? I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> but, uh, no, of course, actually, mine I would, take care of my family. Mine would just, <laughs> mine would just let me die. So they get the insurance. Um, but, uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's not like Marvel's going to publish 23 Spider-Man titles a month for in, at infinitum. Okay. Uh, some of it is obviously, although they'd want to probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the, but the, they're including these true believers. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a little bit disingenuous. To, there's 10 true believers, which are just dollar reprints. Yeah, um, which is, you know what, is kind of cool. I, I think it's a great idea, really, because, yeah. uh, you know, the problem is, I think the choices they've made, though, are somewhat dubious. Uh, you know, I mean, it's almost like, well, wouldn't you want to put Spidey's best foot forward in some of these? Uh, but, you know, we're getting uh, the, 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 the Spider-Man in London. It, well, I guess that because it goes with the Spider-Man homecoming thing. Yeah. I guess Spider-Man, but it's not, it's an the, unremarkable uh, story. That's yeah. the thing. And you get, a, uh, you get a suck at JR issue. You get ASM, uh, yeah. you get amazing Spider-Man number one. You get Morbius number, uh, well, you, you know, it, I, I, the play, play along with this topic a little bit, JR. Uh, I, I guess I should have shared this link also. in the thing, um, the, the recent war of the realms comics are coming out. If you look in the little chat window, I put it there. Um, in order to read the War of the Realms, you're going to have to spend 110 bucks in May alone to read it. So there is War of the Realms, the regular series. There's War of the Realms, Strike Force, the Dark Re- Dark uh, Elf Realm, uh, the War Avengers. You have to buy the Land of the Giants, the League of Realms. The War Scrolls, the War of the Realms Punisher, War of the Realms New Agents of Atlas, War of Realms Journey into Mystery, War of the Realms Uncanny X-Men miniseries, Venom, Fantastic Four, Giant Man, War of the Realms, As Guardians of the Galaxy, War of the Realms, Thor, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Moon Girl and Diable Dinosaur, Champions, Tony Stark Avengers. All those you have to read to understand this story. So why, I guess is my question to you, JR, why is Marvel flooding the market with so much side crap? You're asking me. We've been asking that question for years. Yeah, that's true. You know, the problem is people have uh, obviously people bought, have still bought it or else they wouldn't be doing it. Uh, <clears throat> I, guess, I don't think they are buying it. I think the comic pri- I think the comic sales are down well, and I don't they- think things like this help it. But people aren't outright. See, here's the thing: people aren't outright rejecting it. They're not. Okay. I mean, because obviously somebody is buying it. it you know, it's kind of like when we griped about Spider-Man during one more day. We kept buying it, right? Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. I guess we bought it so you don't have to. But <laughs> uh, it, it just, and, and that's the problem. Marvel keeps feeding <clears throat> the stuff to the same old zombies. You know, eventually the we're zombies. The zombies are going to die and You're our pockets are going to be empty. We're literally going to die. Um, so I, I, we, we, we've given up trying to understand Marvel a long time ago, or I think we have. Uh, this thing with the Spider-Man comics, though, is, again, it's it's not – the headline's a little misleading because, like Zach was saying, 10 of them are the, 10, are the true believers, the $1 reprints, which well, – even, tw- even 10 comics of Spider-Man is a lot a month. Okay, so I just but added ten of my reprints. I mean, though, that are a dollar a piece. So I'm sorry. As, uh, 
what's what's the number? Twenty three. So you take ten away, it's thirteen yeah, comics. 13. Okay. It, it, no, but it is. I mean, it's still. But also, again, they've done this before with the Spider Man movie. So yeah, but. Uh, okay. But yeah, I mean, the Marvel. What are these, what's what's this idiotic? Uh, what are these idiotic Spider-Man City at War and Spider-Man uh, okay, scaly so, reptiles? Okay, that's just stupid. All right, so a City at War is um, the video based, game based in the video game universe. The uh, Marvel Tales Spider-Man seven ninety nine is eighty pages. That's also another reprint comic. Who's going to pay eight bucks for a reprint comic? That's just effing stupid. Oh my god! Yeah, you know it, uh, it, that reminds me of when during the during the two thousands, during the reboot era. If you remember the Spider Man Universe book, where it basically reprinted two ish, the each issue, oh, the, yeah. the issue of Amazing. Yeah. The, it was like the three issues that came out like two three months ago as like a reprint. If you missed that month, you got the you got that month's comics basically in one one package. That's what that reminds me of. But I went ahead, I went ahead and decided to add up the entire price of the comics. And if you if you're watching us via YouTube, eighty bucks, huh? Eighty bucks for just the Spider Man's for just the Spider Man books. Okay. That did not include now. I did not include the War of the Realms tie-in. But that's uh, it's Reptilian Rage. That's Friendly Neighborhood. That's Superior. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, all the all the satellite books, Marvel Team Up, the Ghost Spider book, the Champions. So outside, I mean, if you add War of the Realms, it's like eighty five bucks. Jonathan uh, in YouTube chat says Marvel knows that they can keep milking the readerships with more number ones. I think that trick is gone. I don't think people show up for number ones as much as they used to. What do I, you I guys think? Show up enough. That's the problem. Enough. Enough. And as you know, I, I mean, I, for the last, what, five, 10 years, we've had amazing Spider-Man annual number one every year. Yeah. Like that doesn't make a number one doesn't make me want to buy it anymore. Like it used to. The, 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 the trick is gone for me and I've been buying for 40 years. Peter, what's your thoughts on this? Why does Marvel flood the market with titles that are just ancillary? And I don't, they, they don't. You don't have to read all these to understand the whole story, right? They could be milking um, Far From Home. That could. I mean, be this is thing. this is hundred percent Far From Home tie-in, right? Or what, about the, what if we talk about the Thor? The 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 events are even bigger with the side titles for this than I've ever seen. Yeah, and maybe there's something yeah. happening in Amazing Spider-Man storyline that they want to get the fans, you know, put up. We we don't know what's coming in issue number twenty-five. So that could be something that's going on there and that's going to shock all readers. And then they're producing all these other uh, dollar amount of comic yeah. books to, you know, get backstories. I mean, honestly, the, 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 the true believers books have things like the spider armor and um, uh, like Spidey goes to London and you know mm-hmm. stuff that might ancillarily tie like the sinister secret of the well, symbiote. You know those those books are like a buck. You know, I, I mean, those I guess are I'm buck. talking more about the War of the Realms that are four bucks a pop. Well, nobody's I, I, buying that. Nobody's I, buying that. I mean, Some, enough people, I guess, Jr. are buying it to print. I'll be honest. I think symbiote or, or it's not symbiote, but obviously you got a couple mini series in there. Life Story by uh, Zdarsky which the first issue was actually really, really good. Um, and what's the other one? Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man. So obviously that those are two ongoing oh, yeah. miniseries. So you, you can you can scratch those out. Um, obviously, I, I really think that they're trying to get to 12 issues on Superior Spider-Man because 
I just don't think it's going to last past issue 12. Just my personal opinion, maybe issue 18 to get a third trade out of it. But um, it looks like that they're doing, they're kind of burning through those issues with like they did with Ben Riley, um, the Scarlet Spider, where they were doing, you know, twice a month shipping to kind of get it out in a, in a year's time and, and be done with it. All right, let's tackle another topic. What else we got? Why don't we hit? Uh, Peter, talk to me about Orlando's getting a new Spider-Man ride. Orlando is not getting a new Spider-Man ride. Um, Who is? Actually, Disneyland and uh, uh, global Disneyland locations are Oh, I thought that's California then. I'm sorry. Yeah, California will be getting this new Spider-Man ride. Um, Since, you know, they're cashing in on the Star Wars land that's going in Orlando, they figure it's going for Marvel, too. So over here, the Avengers are setting up a new headquarters and training facilities around the globe to inspire all potential recruits re- willing to step up and become something. As part of the global initiative, Tony Stark uh, has founded the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, which is also known as Web for short. Uh. So uh, <laughs> there will be uh, uh, many attractions that include Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, The Wasp, Black Panther, and others. That's cool. Also, the Spider-Man ride will probably be either like a walkthrough interactive or maybe like a swinging ride. Um, the reason why they're not doing this in Orlando because Universal still has the rights oh, to I the see. Marvel characters. And there, and in this ride in California, there's a new Spider-Man costume, which looks kind of slick. Yeah, there is a new Spider-Man costume, and they're going to show like enhancements of it. That looks really neat. It's uh, It's got a, a bigger-looking web on the front end. Mm-hmm. It's got web shooters that have like, like almost like uh, quasars. Uh, what are the quasi bands? I guess Neg- yeah. nega bands or what are those called? I forget. Anyway, that's um, a funky looking web shooter on his wrist. Yeah, it's it, you can you you can almost say it looks like homecoming suit. It does. Yeah. It does. Especially it, it, that back spider. Mm-hmm. It's, it's def- definitely inspired by the homecoming suit. Yeah. Um, yes, because uh, Marvel, can't, they can't do anything in the, in the anything east of the Mississippi River. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they can't tell do anything what, in the parks. Tell you what, when that, that Star Wars land opens, oh my gosh, I think that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah. really a lot of fun. So, um, plus, I think that they would probably, uh, with with Disney World... They'd have to build a new Marvel park. Yeah. Because uh, right now they're basically using what used to be MGM Studios yeah. uh, area for the Star Wars, right? Basically yep. the Star Wars right. land. So, uh, and I think half of it's going to Star Wars land, the other half's going to Toy Story land. Um, and so I remember when it was, you know, Disney MGM Studios. Uh, where you can see like the animation and stuff like that. That was cool. Right. When I went to Disney Disney World years and years ago. But um, this is cool. I, I'm excited. It's a it's yeah. something. Honestly, something to differentiate Disney Disneyland is not a bad thing. I tell everybody if you if you do Disney, go to Land first and then World. Don't do it backwards like I did because you just find yourself being disappointed because like Disney World is just like so much more, mm. so much more. So. Okay, I'm back. Hold on a second. Let me turn my camera back on. Okay, uh, so I, I've got a couple s- topics that are off the wall. I didn't want to share the wealth with JR. I did want to share the wealth with JR. So I was surfing eBay like I do. And uh, <laughs> I like to often type in Spider-Man 
and then sort by the most expensive item. Uh, and I found, I was shocked to find that a lunchbox was being sold. It hasn't sold. It was being asked for $13,000 for a Spider-Man lunchbox. And I'm like, wait a minute. Do I have that lunchbox? Which is this right here from the 1970s. This lunchbox, evidently, they were not going to go for this original cover, which features Spider-Man, and you've got Thor, and you've got Captain America here. They were just going to do a giant Spider-Man face and keep the Fantastic Four on the back. And, by the way, since I'm sure, this is, if you're listening audio, you should go see the video. YouTube.com slash crawlspace. There you go. So I, I, here's the thermos, by the way. There's the little Spider-Man thermos. This is from the 70s. And I recently bought the this summer on eBay, and I did not pay $13,000 for it. So anyway, <clears throat> I read up on the history of – let me get my lunchbox out of the way. I've never said that on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so this was a uh, prototype lunchbox that has been in a collector's possession for a long time. It was made by Aladdin. And there's only been known to have four of them. Four prototypes were ever made. <clears throat> Two are in the Aladdin's vault. Literally Aladdin's vault. Aladdin is the one that puts out the, the, the lunch boxes. And two other two other ones are in collectors' hands. And one of the collectors said, you know what? Let's see how much money I can get for a lunch box. So I thought that was kind of a neat little story. I, I if you wanted to buy it on uh, eBay, you could do 24 easy months of payments of as little as $649 a month for, for two years if you would like to purchase this lunchbox. So, that's uh, a car payment, ladies and gentlemen. That is a, that's, no, that's a lunchbox payment is what that is. <laughs> and it's 20 bucks in shipping. 20 bucks in shipping. Now, when I was a kid, I had this lunchbox. Oh, that's cool. This is the lunchbox I had, which has my two favorite characters busting through the 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 metal or whatever. They got Spider-Man and Hulk. And on the back of the lunchbox is Captain America fighting is that Hydra? That'd Who is that? Hydra, yes. Hydra. Yeah. And on the side you've got some Romita, Spider-Man on the side there. You've got Cap throwing his shield. Captain America. And then you got a Ramita looking Hulk there. And and oh, and then my three of my favorite characters right there. And when you open up the lunchbox, you've got the thermos. Now, this this is I bought this one on eBay also. Um, because my original lunchbox got lost. And my folks yeah, used to I'm watch saying, that's the, really way in, in too good a condition to be I know exactly my, and, and like most parents, they wash this thing, they put it in the dishwasher. This one still has nice, vivid colors on it, and it had this little thing, which when I was a kid, I thought this was really cool here here you can hear the sound hear the sound, and that's the little the that's what Zach did on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the only sounds I hear are Zach rooting around in his basement. He's rooting around. So here's the question. JR, if money was no object, 13 grand for a prototype Spider-Man lunchbox, go. Would you do it? If money was no object, probably not because he shares it with other superheroes. You know, I, in fact, the, the, the first lunchbox oh. that you uh, held up, yeah. um, I had that back in the seventies. Oh my gosh, you a, did it! it has, I, I, 
I did. Wow. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, I had that. I That's had so that cool. It's got the uh, uh, the trademark of 1976 on the bottom. Yeah. But the thing is, like, Spider-Man's not swinging from his web. He's swinging from a rope. You know, uh, just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so, uh, but. Uh, yeah, it does but, have a lot of other heroes on it. It's got the whole yeah, Marvel so, U of the time, including. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, have you? Uh, guys, did you guys have a lunchbox, a Spider-Man lunchbox? Uh, uh, again? Well, I didn't have a Spider-Man one, but it's ironic that you bring this up. Okay, so I had three. Oh, you've uh, got. Oh, 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 that's a. That's back when lunchboxes were crap. This one you could hit your friend with. That's a plastic one. That's. Yeah, this is the good stuff, man. Yeah. So, so you got Batman. You got a Batman box. <clears throat> and then that that I'll iconic that. TV show from the 1990s. What is that? Oh, not the mama, not the mama. Dinosaurs. You got a dinosaur. You're such yeah. a '90s kid, man. Uh, and then, and then, what '90s kid didn't have this one? Which one? Let's see it. Turtles. I bet it's turtles. Oh, Power Rangers. You got a Power Rangers lunchbox. So, I actually, we were cleaning out the attic when my when my parents were getting ready to move. Yeah. And uh, they found these. And I haven't. I, I'm being. I keep meaning to list them on eBay to see if they're. You know, especially the spire. I, I bet you this one will probably sell. Power Rangers. Peter, did you have a lunchbox? I did have a lunchbox. What'd you I, have? Uh, it wasn't Spider Man though. Oh, um, but, uh, oh, yeah. what's the old man digging? Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, Jr. had that lunchbox. This say, 1979 uh, yep. motion picture lunch. Hold Star that Trek. thing up. Let's look at that thing. That Star was Trek yours. Was- yeah, this was, well, this was by the time I had stopped using lunchboxes for real, and I had bought it as a collector's item. But it, nice. it came out. But uh, and uh, it has the uh, you know, you got the thermos. Has a real, real crappy ass uh, thermos. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, let's see here. What else do I? Oh, I was just storing something else in there. But yes, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and the, on the back, the the scene there with V'ger. V'ger, and, yeah. Uh, that's so funny. But uh, so I, I have a friend uh, that uh, that runs uh, the SpiderManCollector.com, and he has a Facebook page. His name's Cy. He's actually been on the show before a long time ago. He has. He's always the ref. Oh, you got another one, Zach? There's a Spider-Man. I got lunchbox. more lunchboxes. Oh, my gosh. So I, got- so I was talking to Cy, and he has actually heard of this $13,000 lunchbox. He's got one of the biggest Spider-Man collections of all time. And I said, is 13 grand high? And he said, no, not if you can get somebody to pay for it. But he thinks $1,000 would be a fair number for it, which I think that would be more of a fair number. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would not pay 13 grand for a lunchbox. Now, I will say this. This is for you, Douglas. I have that. That's uh, amazing. Friends on VHS. I have that. Yeah, I got that too. I got all those. That's funny. That's funny. Um, all right, let's, I've got another weird one before I go to JR. Uh, I have a more modern one. I mean, this is, this is an amazing Spider-Man too. So they do make these oh. lunchboxes still. I've, well, I've got one that's, that you, I, we hang on our Christmas tree all the time. It's a little bitty thing. Yeah. I've got one that, uh, has the, it's the DC characters. Yeah. Um, and I've got, it's got Batgirl and every time I, I hang it up, it, I, think <clears> of, <throat> I think of, uh, Miss Stella. Okay, so George isn't here. Can I please get an intro for this segment? Up next, it's Ditko News. All right, Ditko News. So over at even the- when he's dead, he's making news. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So over on the popculturesquad.com website, posted on March 16, 2019, a poster uh, writer by the name of Russ Maharas, uh, he shared his first meeting with Ditko. So he wrote a letter to Ditko in 1973 when he was in high school. Uh, two years later, he wrote the Ditko. Uh, actually, his first letter Ditko wrote back to him in 1973. Two years later, he wrote the Ditko. He said, can I stop by your studio? He said, hell no, kid. Get the hell out of here. And uh, so then he uh, said, you know what? I'm not going to write to this guy anymore. So 28 years later, uh, in 1997, he wrote to Ditko. He says, you know, Mr. Ditko, I was in the Air Force. Uh, I was a, te- a technician. I, I, I'm married. I've got kids. Uh, uh, he he uh, asked for an interview for his magazine. Again, Ditko said, kid, I said 28 years ago, leave me alone. So he f- wrote a few more letters to Ditko uh, and nothing in particular. He talked about uh working when he was stationed in Korea in 1998. Um, and let's see. So he had a business trip, this, this guy, Russ to New York city. And, uh, he called ahead and said, you know, can I stop by your studio? And Ditko said, yes. And this guy's been after Ditko for 30 years to come visit his pad. Ditko said, welcome to the sanctum Santorum. Come on in kid. No, Ditko didn't say that. So he really? he Come made on, you're making he, shit up. I well I'm I'm doing my just best. This is the JR topic anyway that I'm trying to do my best JR. So uh, he made a trip, uh, met Ditko, had a nice visit, and then uh, he met him again and once in 2003, once in 2005. After the first visit, he uh, he he stalked Ditko's apartment. He has a layout of what it looks like, and he drew it. Uh, he had, it's an old 12 story office building. Uh, he'd been there about, uh, six years in, uh, 2003. Uh, he, he, uh, has a lot of art proofs around. He's got charts. He's got, uh, covers of stuff that he's working on with Robin Snyder, who did, uh, what, not Patreon, but, uh, GoFundMe, I think. Uh, and he just started talking to Ditko. And one thing that I noticed in this article, it, it's it's very fascinating. They got around to talking about Spider Man, and it says um, Ditko did indeed see the very first Sam Raimi Spider Man film, and this guy says that Ditko had mixed feelings about it and said it was too dark and he did not like its portrayal of the military and businessmen. So I'm thinking to myself, what? What portrayal was there of the military and the businessmen? And that's it's got to be the Norman stuff, Jr. Well, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, which I mean is kind of funny because I mean, you know, Norman was the original evil businessman, Um, but I'm sure he didn't like the military because Ditko's always been fairly right wing. So I'm, you know, he probably didn't like the. You know the portrayal of the military general being an asshole or whatever. So I, I, I just wonder how he saw it. I, 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 like, I wonder if he saw it on television or he went to the actual theater when it came out. But I, I'm anxious. To, I was. I, I, I'll never know. Uh, another uh, his second meeting. There's some Spider-Man involved. Um, he was asking about what Lee and Ditko how they wrote those early Spider-Man stories. 
And it's uh, the article says that the Spider-Man story development in the early ages of Amazing Spider-Man with Lee went as follows. Ditko and Lee would have a story discussion. Ditko would leave, pencil out the story, and then inside the panels, he'd write in the panel script, suggesting dialogue and narration. And then he'd bring it into Lee, and they discussed the story from start to finish. Ditko would annotate changes outside the panels, and then Ditko would leave. Lee would then write in the final dialogue of the book, and it would be lettered. Ditko would come in, take the pages back, and then make any changes during the inking process. Ditko said that Stan Lee wanted a Spider Girl after a few issues. He had no long-term vision for Spider-Man, says Ditko. He never thought about what he would do with the characters from one issue to the next. He'd just say, quote, let's make Atuma the villain. And Ditko said he would have to talk him out of it. Ditko said he started doing the plots all by himself around issue 18 or so. At around the same point, he said Lee stopped talking to him. So he just plotted the remaining issues in his amazing run with no input from Lee. And it says Ditko felt the credit should have read written by Stanley. They should not have been read written by Stanley. They should have have read dialogue by Stanley. Ditko said he was absolutely going to make Norman Osborn the Green Goblin. There you go. There is proof mm-hmm. from an actual visit. Yeah. Uh, in that meeting, he says Ditko said he was setting up Osborn, which is why his son Harry was introduced as Peter's classmate in college. The Green Goblin face mm-hmm. was based on medieval goblin gargoyles one might see on an old building. And Norman Osborn's first appearance was at a club with J. Jonah Jameson, and he was unnamed. And I asked Ditko about Osborn's unique hairstyle, and he said he wanted a look that was a distinctive and different to set Osborn apart from other characters. He added that such clarity was an important part of the story communication process. And he said the three-part arc in Amazing Spider-Man 31 to 33, where Aunt May is dying, was intentionally designed to occur just as Peter started college for maximum dramatic effect. So he was a freshman. He's got a lot to deal with, and his aunt's dying. And the robots in ASM 37 were designed to be a step ahead of robots designed from the future. So what do you guys think of that? I think that's fascinating that Ditko opened up to this dude. He essentially got an interview with him. JR hit me. What do you think of that Osborne? That that I don't, puts, well, uh, that puts well, it to rest I, for me. Ditko wanted it to be Osborne. Yeah, uh, I was. Well, your first question was about you know yeah this guy essentially got an interview with Ditko. I, the thing is, this article is so long. I I yeah. it didn't have I haven't read it, so it's I don't know how he. I don't know how he built up to it. To uh, I don't know what it was that maybe it was his military service or something like that that yeah. got Ditko's attention. So, but you know, it's it, yeah. I mean, it's the thing is though. Ditko said ages ago that he intended to make Osborne the Goblin. Yeah. Um, and but the, the the rumor that they fought over the Green Goblin's identity. Uh, hopefully it will finally be put to rest because yeah. that was never true. And I, I never thought it was true to be honest. Uh, but it is, it, it is nice to see uh, some, some other confirmation of that fact rather also, than also his, the fact that Stan Lee wanted a spider girl around issue 14 or whatever. Now that's a, I never knew that. I that's had never new. heard that. Either. I never heard that. Either. And if that, but was that doesn't true, surprise me, if, if that was true that I don't think the success would be at what we have. No. He'd be sharing the spotlight. And I guess we have Ditko to thank for that if this is indeed true. I, I, I just think that's a horrible idea to introduce another character so early into the run. 
Well, you've you've got to you've got to remember though what the world of comics was like back this time in the early 1960s. Though, I mean, it was it was throw everything against the wall and see what see what sticks. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. and I mean, the the Fantastic Four, notwithstanding, which had just began over a year earlier. I mean, Stan, even at the time, and I don't, he did not realize that he was creating a a mythology. That's you know, true. he really did. That's true. You know, and and that's why stories are inconsistent or characters are inconsistent. I mean, everything just kind of being is literally almost like stream of consciousness stuff. And then and, and in the old days comics, I mean, this was like workhorse business. You know, you didn't you just cranked them out. Yep. You just, you know, writers are you just cranked them out because the more you cranked out, the more money you made. Yeah. I mean, so really I mean maybe yeah. maybe he was thinking he'd get a second title out of Spider Man selling well, let's make a Spider Girl. Spider Mar- Marvel yeah. I mean, did it he, he, forty years later. <laughs> yeah, he he wasn't thinking about diluting the brand or anything like yeah. that. Because who would have thought that Spider Man was going to run eight hundred issues and more? I mean, yeah, no doubt. Uh, so this, while it's brand new, I never knew this, and it's interesting. Would it be uh, news to you, Jr.? Would it be news to you from a dead man? This is better Ditko news than I've had in a while, isn't it? Well, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't involve around <laughs> mythological pictures that you thought exist. You know, Ditko and uh, Ditko having a beer. You know. <laughs> well, no, this no, this no. Here, here's what this is. What it, this is what's interesting and makes and makes more sense than a lot of that other stuff you tried to peddle over the years. Um, <laughs> because all those other stories were people who, for some strange reason, you know, thought they would be the one to crack Ditko. This guy you know, did it. You know, it is like, oh, I talked, tried to talk to Steve Ditko and, you know, he didn't talk to me or he gave me really weird ass evasive answers or he gave me a, uh, a copy of Atlas shrug, you know, and it's like, well, what do you, you know, what do you expect? You know, this guy's been the way he's been for decades and yeah. you somehow think that you're the one who's going to, yeah. he's going to say, all right, kid, you got me the whole story. I'm going to tell you the whole story, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. but this, this actually, this guy actually apparently did cracking yeah. a little bit cool? and did give us and does give us some interesting information well, so, I, I, I think yeah. it i think it's only appropriate that this type of story comes out after his death i think yeah. i think it it, it it respects the man's privacy, privacy. it yeah. respects the man himself because he wouldn't have wanted this to come out while he was still alive mm-hmm. peter any thoughts on that one same as x yeah all right jr you got the last two. Which one you want to tackle? <laughs> Which one you want, buddy? Uh, let's just do. Let, let's get the, the the the. I would say the most boring one out of the way first. Okay, uh, I want you to end strong. Get the boring. Which one's the boring one? The one the bo- the bo- the boring one, the silly one, is the cost of superheroing. Okay, that's fine. Uh, What's the cost to be Spider Man? <laughs> well, see. That's the problem. It's not the re- the cost of being the real Spider Man. Oh, that's uh, true. First that's of all, true. first of all, the, uh, the, this this website, the, the it's the, it's the true dash cost dash of dash heroism dot com. Right. You know, and basically, I, I think this has been done before. This is not this is not really new. Uh, what would it cost to be a superhero? Uh, and for example, it. it 
you know, it gives, you know, what Batman's salary. I don't, I don't know where he gets any of these figures. To be <laughs> you know, uh, you know what Batman's, you know, Bruce Wayne's worth $9.2 billion, uh, which actually I think hasn't Bruce Wayne, isn't Bruce Wayne a trillionaire now or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> how much his house cost? How much does Lamborghini cost? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, uh, uh, you know, Indiana Jones, what it would cost, uh, you know, what yeah. he would make as a college professor and what his gadgets and, would cost. And and some, some of these heroes are in the red. Some well, of them are in the black. Right. Well, I, although like with James Bond, though, he gives James Bond salary is 53,000 a year, which is actually, I guess, based on the average salary for an MI6 secret, secret agent. agent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, some of these, some of the, you know, uh, Indiana Jones is, uh, you know, he has to pay for whipping lessons and, uh, you know, his, you know, his, his universe, his degree that he went, see, he went to the university of Chicago. Is that, is that Canon? I mean, I, I, I really I don't, don't know. I, don't I really know. don't know. Yeah. He, he, lives, he lives in Bedford, Connecticut. You know, I don't know where he gets his information. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's just a lot of silly stuff. Although stranger things, uh, Hawkins, Indiana, now I'm a resident of Indiana, and I do not know. I have never heard of a town called Hawkins. It, it's a fictional town. There, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, uh, whatever. I mean, now, I mean the- I'm surprised that she even has that Ford Pinto, considering that if it got rammed up the, uh, rammed in the caboose, it blows up. Yeah, I mean, how could a Ford Pinto even be running? I mean, uh, exactly. Stranger Stranger Things isn't set in the past, is it? Is it's it in is, the eighties? Yeah, it's in the eighties. Well, yeah, a nineteen. Yeah, I could see a nineteen seventy six. Let's talk about Spider Man, though. Well, uh, okay, yeah. Let's talk about. Well, he, he, this is movie Spider Man. This is not real Spider Man. This is Homecoming Spider Man. This is Homecoming Spider Man, and it says that Spider Man would make twenty three thousand dollars as a photographer. Here is the problem: he's not employed as a photographer, is he? In no, Homecoming, no, no, no. no. I mean, and, and, and in fact, he, you know, he barely was in the the Garfield films. I mean, Jonah was just referenced, kind of in a text, I suppose, because nobody can replace J.K. Simmons, right? Uh, just but, re- recast J.K. Simmons. I mean, that's that, yeah. that solves the problem. Uh, but uh, so you know, he makes twenty three thousand. Theoretically, he made twenty three thousand, but you know, he's not working as a photographer. And then his uh, the cost of his suit. Is a million dollars paid for by Tony Stark? Yeah. So you know it's yeah. not it's not real Spider Man. Web shooters exactly. paid by Tony Stark eight thousand mm-hmm. bucks. Now here's one I don't understand: school bus. Cost. Me neither. I don't understand. Eight hundred twenty five dollars. It costs. Well, if, if he if he if he had done subway costs, I could understand that. Yeah, but I rode a school bus. It didn't cost me a dime. Do you they know? not have school buses that are free for kids in New York City? I don't know. I, I would text your, my buddy Gerard, but it's two o'clock in the morning. So. I mean, unless it's uh, unless it's. Uh, but he know, took I, honestly. He took the, he took the, everybody takes the subway. Nobody takes a school bus. Everybody takes the if if if, it, if it's in New York City and you live in like in Brooklyn or or Forest Hills Queens, you're gonna take the subway to the nearest subway stop and then you're gonna walk to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, which yeah. I mean, not to introduce uh, politics or whatever, but that whole thing with Amazon. I mean, I don't. It's like if they were going to how how was the, the subway system is crumbling? How in the world they could have hand it could handle another twenty five thousand passengers from Queens? I have no idea. Wow. But anyway, it's but the, yeah. The so, but, but Spidey's in the in the green. He's making money. He's he's not yeah. When mainly because yeah, of Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah Tony Stark so, is paying for him. Yeah, yeah, this is so it's not. I don't know. It, it's like 
okay, this is a, this is, this is like cotton candy. It's fun to read and then you're going to forget it. That's true. All right. Hit me up with the, the closer, JR. Hit me. All right. All right. Bring the yeah. funny. Bring the funny. <laughs> well, at I'll, two I'll, in the morning. Bring yeah. the funny. <laughs> I'll try I'll try to bring the funny. The All right. the thing is we've done stupid Robert Spider-Man robbers before. This, and, this, uh, this one this, I picked because it has some funny things that you can play off of, I thought. Well, first of all, it was like, first, you know, the spider morons is what I used to call these segments. Uh, right. Idiots in Spider-Man costumes would do something. Uh, well, first of all, the, the idea that uh, the the first thing that you know, you know, is going to, uh, why it's going to be, uh, they're going to be talking about an idiot is where he's from. Now, what I've done is I've plotted out on this map, the United States, the state, the states where all the crazy people live, for example, <laughs> All the crazy people. Now, as you know, California obviously is uh, uh, Montana because of uh, the Unabomber and uh, the Freeman. I remember that. And then New York City, New Jersey, the Northeast. I mean, come on. You know, look who these people send to political office, and you can tell how loser. No. <laughs> wow. No, you know, no. Come on, man. Uh, come on. I mean, I, Elizabeth Warren, really. I mean, oh, okay. I have, Let's I, move I, on. I have, Let's oh, move my on. God. I have to deal with the well. I don't have to deal with her, but anyway, I I have to listen to her loony ideas about <laughs> a profession that I know more about than she does, you know. And it's just it's just infuriating to listen. But anyway, and then here's um this Pennsylvania. This is where Penn State is. Hold, hold it up higher. Uh, I can't see it. Oh, sorry. There yeah, this is where Penn State is. If, if you're an audio all, only listener, you need to go to youtube.com slash crawlspace. Yeah, JR is holding up a map. He's got he, he, he's got he's got uh visual aids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I hope that's the only <laughs> aid I got. I don't want the other kind. Uh oh. but uh, so anyway, this is where Penn State oh, is no. because you know they rioted when when Joe Paterno got fired for uh aiding and abetting a uh you know a pedophile. pedophile. So we'll just we'll just riot, you know because we have no brains uh oh. and then you know and then obviously there's a state in the midwest oh, no. hold it up can't see it there, there's a state in the, there you go there's a state here in the midwest <laughs> that is you know a whole lot of loonies come from <laughs> you know it, and you've heard me talk about them i mean they voting they send, the guys i know they they send, send they vote for dead people they send crazy guys who don't believe in science to political office they have safe spaces for college students uh but this story but the story doesn't take place there this story takes place in in obviously one of the craziest states in the country florida, <laughs> florida. Wow. and i don't think anybody will disagree on that okay one. real quick anyway, J- real quick jr the youtuber says californian here can't confirm it's full of crazies anthony says new york here yeah we only use school buses for school trips so they don't have school well, buses there you go I told you. And Anthony says, oh, it's an AIDS joke. Ha ha. Yeah. Here in town, Jonathan Brandmeier said we're all crazy in Chicago. Oh, my. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the, this, I, I love the one, include, the one, the one I state didn't include I, Illinois in there, even though they keep, they keep electing crooks for governor. I guess I should have <laughs> said, oh, all your governors go to jail. And this poster wants to know why. And, why and, for, and, and, and despite overwhelming evidence, uh, uh, you, you know, you can commit a crime in Illinois and, and not get and not get. I noticed you didn't uh, inflict any uh, embarrassment for the great state of Texas. Even though Zach is there. Well, I figure that George balances him out. 
Now, why is Florida crazy though? The, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. first of all, it's the homo, now, uh, the homo Joshua Latin Bertoni. That's that's the first thing. All right. Well, why is Florida crazy? The YouTubers want to know. No, really, Google it. I mean, because there's a <laughs> you, you can you could literally put like you, uh, there I mean, was this, a thing on Facebook. Been- yeah, this is where they send all the old people like Eskimos down yeah. It's your yeah, next Anyway, ever since, ever since people didn't know how to vote, you know, the whole thing with the hanging chad that came from Florida. I mean, you know, people, <laughs> you know, you have a whole state of people who cannot read a, a ballot, apparently. But, but that, that, yeah. there's a whole bunch of stories about Florida being crazy. No, no, but anyway. there's, there's an actual Florida man challenge. Okay. On Let's- Facebook. Let's get back to the Spider-Man. Here we go. All right. So anyway, so we had (laughs) we had a real real brainiac here. All right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This guy was this the guy they who the criminal (laughs) is Edward Fast Eddie Wilbur. And (laughs) I I gave you some stuff to work with. The story the story starts out a Spider-Man mask hastily purchased at a thrift store wasn't enough to keep one Florida man from being identified during a burglary at a liquor <laughs> Deputy said they recently nabbed Edward Fast Eddie Wilburn. So obviously he wasn't very damn fast. They, <laughs> I'm not sure what they after he sold bottles. <laughs> I mean, you, when you go to a liquor store, you do steal liquor and cigarettes. He stole liquor and cigarettes. But here's the thing. <laughs> this is the best part. He first went to the store without the disguise. He went to the store without the disguise. Then he went back to the thrift store. Surveillance video shows Wilburn with his face covered in a Spider-Man mask. The mask might have worked if he hadn't originally approached the door without this disguise. <laughs> he worked here five minutes ago. He walked up to the door first to try to break in, and then it said, <laughs> and then he left, went back, bought the mask, <laughs> and then went in. Uh, it was, and, and this is a, a quote from the. Uh, let's see, what is this? Is this the sheriff? Uh, yeah, Deputy Bruce Mount. It was just a matter of absolute surprise that he would walk up to the door first, try to break in. Then it starts clicking in his head that, oh, I might rec- get recognized if I do this without a mask on. <laughs> he didn't change shirts or anything. Just the mask will he do just, it. He, he, he went, went up. He, he went up. <laughs> couldn't break in. Oh god! Kid. Oh, he got a mask. I think Eddie's a little yeah, not so fast. Part. Yeah. The, the best part is, is the way the news story says. The initial faux pas didn't stop Milne from going in, in through with the crime. Deputies said he left the scene, went to a local second-hand store, and found the mask, to re- and then returned to commit the robbery. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> and uh, here, here's the thing. The, vi- uh, the guy- video is absolutely hysterical from the surveillance. He's trying to open it up without a mask on, and he's on the ground trying to pull the doors apart. He's like, wait a minute. There's a thrift shop next door. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go become spider-man I'll get oh he's gonna change in an alley to rob this place <laughs> so, so, so here it is this guy has been a criminal under he has an arrest history going back to 1991 and uh 
<laughs> he's well known for his oh, drug but, activity. Okay, and it, he's it, a narcotics user. He uses heroin. He uses meth, and he steals to feed his habit. So you know, there's only and so so Wilburn was arrested on charges of burglary of an occupied structure, grand theft, and committing a third degree felony while wearing a mask, <laughs> as well as felonious stupidity. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the best part about it, like if you watch the video, yeah. The best part is, is the guy didn't change clothes. No, not at all. He's wearing the same shirt. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, he's wearing the same pants. He doesn't even like pretend to like not, you know, wear gloves for this particular occasion. He uses his bare ass hand on the damn door. Yep. I, I, yeah. Uh, Here, here's the thing though. Uh, he's been a career criminal since 91. He's a meth head, a heroin. I mean, he looks like a meth head. He, he looks like he weighs 110 pounds. So if you want, I tell you, there's one way to end his criminal career. And I guess, <laughs> oh my God, the Punisher's back. What are you doing? <laughs> he's stealing stuff. I mean, he's not. He, he, basically, he needs a uh, uh, he needs a little pill that's jacketed or plated with gilding metal co- and copper alloys or steel. That will take care of it. Oh my uh, gosh, it's just a thief. JR prefers the Chinese method of, of oh capital punishment. Gosh, they just take you outside, pop, pop, and you're done. Honestly, I mean, <sighs> really, I, honestly, a career criminal since 91. You know, some of those cases can stick to the point he goes back to prison this time for a long time. Yeah. You the know? Uh, go ahead. Zach. I, mean, I mean, this you 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 watch the video. They they show his his cavalcade of mu- of mug shots. He's yeah. even got his mug shot pose down. I mean, yeah, he does. It's like he's posing for the senior picture <laughs> seventeen he's like, times. He's I like mean, Craven eighty seven. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, look, I deal with. <clears throat> oh yeah, Zach might see Fast Eddie if he gets transferred to Texas. Uh, look, I, I deal oh, with my, da- uh, my, my daughter. <laughs> so. I deal with stupidity on a daily basis. Yeah, these guys think they're freaking geniuses, but they're just nothing but dumbasses. Yeah. Um, this guy obviously uh, something. Look, something is up with Florida. I don't know what's in the water. I mean, I mean, the fact is, is there is a there is. I mentioned it before, but there is a Florida man challenge. If you Google Florida man followed by your birthday, you'll see what outrageous headline pops up as a sort of personality. Man. Man. Uh, So if you put November 6th as your birthday and Florida man, the headline is Florida man bitten by a crocodile after jumping headfirst in a crocodile pit. Oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, <laughs> Peter's going to go do it. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh, I, I mean, it's just one just of crazy. those things. It, it, it's just uh... before any other thoughts on that one, Jr. you did an excellent job. What, what, what? Excellent. <laughs> excellent job. What, what do you say? Tune in again for, to Spider-Man <laughs> Crawl Space for another edition of Spider Moron. Spider Moron. I love your segments. They're great. Uh... By the way, again, here's the map, folks. Okay. See if you can identify all the states that have crazy people, you know, and maybe we'll have yep. one about this a special on yep. this state. Yeah, that's the show me state. I'm about to show you something. <laughs> <laughs> JR, do you have I have a question. I know you've got a, a Excel spreadsheet for spider history. Do you have one for spider morons? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. No, no, I do not because when I, they, they, I, should, I should go back. I should go back. Well, the you know, is, 
the, not the Saginaw, Michigan. Or where, where was the Saginaw, was Saginaw Michigan? Michigan. And, what was and, that one? If you go to the funny, uh, funny crawl space moments thread. Oh yeah, uh, on, on the actually, message board. On the message board, the last yeah. post that Hornacek did was the Saginaw, Michigan, the infamous Saginaw, oh, Michigan. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, so the, funny. The thing is, it's easy to go when I'm. It's easy to go back and see which spider, what issues yeah. were covered in the spider history. The, the it's not so easy to go back and, and pick up morons. spider morons. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to leave that as a side project for Hornis Hornacek. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey, before we go, um, I meant to do this at the top of the episode, but I will do it now. We have. ITunes reviews, Zach. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Two of them. Oh, hold, on, hold on. For the Florida Man okay. Challenge. Oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. For uh, my birthday, a uh, naked Florida man reveals a video sneaking into a restaurant and, and munching on ramen. What are you going to do? You got to type in Florida man and what? Your birthday. Your birthday. Okay, hold on. What's JR got? Uh, oh my lord, there's more than one. Uh, okay, here we go. Florida man arrested for twenty sixth time. <laughs> you, you think? <laughs> you think? You think being arrested twenty five times would teach Florida man a lesson? You'd be wrong. Oh my God. Uh, 32-year-old guy was arrested. You could see all 26 of his mugshots. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't want to say his name. He, his rap sheet dates back to May 2010 arrest for marijuana, DUI, drug equipment, possession. Some of his previous charges include larceny, contempt of court, loitering, multiple counts of probation violation, check fraud. I, this, I tell you, boy, this guy, he looks like Dolph Lundgren in this picture. <laughs> and and then he looks like Chris Pat Pratt before he lost weight in another one. Uh, blonde uh, hair. This guy, boy, this this is interesting. This guy's got, holy cow, there's the, the emaciated version, the skinhead version of this guy. Yeah. Yeah, this 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 one this one's a good one. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I did I did mine. Uh, here's mine real quick. Florida man drops stolen TV from getaway scooter. <laughs> Police say two Florida men stole a flat screen television from a South Florida Walmart store and dropped it as if they fled on a motorized scooter. <laughs> Police said on Twitter that 36-year-old Michael Patrick Flanagan was arrested Wednesday. Video surveillance showed, showed a man taking the 43-inch Vizio flat screen, valued at $348 on December 16th. In a tweet, the agency said the clumsy quote-unquote pair almost crashed as they made their getaway, dropping the TV on the ground. Oh, Flanagan oh, captured on. By All the right. way. That that surveillance video inside the Walmart is the clearest surveillance video I've ever seen in a Walmart in my entire yeah. life, and I worked for Walmart Corporation for five years. Oh. Okay, for my, for my birthday in Florida, um, NBC Miami reports, uh, and only oh, in Florida hey, story. Last, ma- oh, okay. one last bit. Flanagan told police that the second man is named "quote unquote" Sharky. The, the search, <laughs> Sharky. The search continues for him. God. So mine, uh, this guy broke into a house and he found a lockbox. He broke into the box and found a bottle lab- a bottle labeled hydrocodone and which is a powerful painkiller. He poured the bottle's contents into his hand and left the home. He was caught on video engaging in the theft. According to the report, he discovered after leaving the home what he thought was hydrocodone uh, 
it had what he had was a handful a handful of equate gentle laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he wasn't full of crap anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Now he literally lost his shit. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, guys, guys, kids, go play that. Get him at home. If you... <laughs> You're gonna have your students do that on Monday, aren't you? Florida guys. man, Florida man, and your birthday in Google. <laughs> One more. I got one more. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to share my screen too. You got to see this. Florida man arrested for exposing himself at a Burger King. Okay. (laughs) Now, here's his mugshot. Hold on. Oh. Oh, no. Share screen. Oh. He's going to share the screen. I'm going to share the screen. You guys are going (laughs) to. Brad is crying. He's laughing. I think I'm going to get subscribed to the YouTube channel when we see the screen. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. I don't know if I can take this. That's funny. Are we going to do iTunes reviews now? Oh. After Peter killed us, get the money. Side hurts. Oh, my side hurts. I think we lost all of our. It says 14 are watching, but nobody's commenting. We're stunned. They're, they're, they're <laughs> over with laughter from the floor. They're doing the Florida man's birthday search. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, whereas George really wanted to hear his opinions on recent issues, oh, George internet knew issues. better. George <laughs> knew better. Oh God. Okay. Let me get my hold on. Let me get. Oh Jesus. All right, we gotta okay. get the. Uh, <clears throat> okay, let's wrap this 15-hour show up. <laughs> um, I've got two iTunes reviews. <clears throat> God, if I can read it. Uh, one from Canada. One from the United States. I'll start with the the Canada one. Uh-oh. Uh, it's, uh, Necrosword, 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 subject title, because who is it? George hated that word. Yeah. He said, yeah, what George. the hell is a Necrosword? So he said it f- three times, five out of five stars. Uh, Rohad67 wrote this on March 6th, 2019, quote, that was just for you, sport. Oops, I mean, George. <laughs> now that I have that out of the way, I will say that I've been listening to the podcast for nine years in Canada, and I could not give it a higher recommendation. The Crawl Space Crew is an intelligent, funny, you betcha, Florida. Uh, I mean, Canada. <laughs> this is Canada, not Florida. Incredibly knowledgeable about Spider-Man's history and criminals. I added that last part. The Marvel Universe and comics in general, their reviews and criticisms are brutally honest and fair. They give credit where credit is due and criticism where it's warranted. 
despite the fact that JR is a monster, this is a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, rebuttal, JR? <laughs> well, I, you know, like I said, I can't sue anybody for definition of character. Oh, so. Man. Man, you know, and George has always called uh, me a goddamn monster for the longest time. So. I know because I didn't like Secret Wars, though. So. I know. All right, <laughs> heading down south to the United States, we go to Swatch sixty six. I've been waiting for this one. There we go. It's aimed at Zach. One out of five stars. the The subject title is "The Legend of the Drunken Podcaster." <laughs> <laughs> okay. As a longtime listener, I was surprised how the latest review show went off the rails when a drunk Zach chimed in <laughs> towards me. <laughs> he chimed in towards the end of the show. Uh, a drunk <laughs> A drunk can be very funny can be a very funny listen. Not this time. <laughs> I was waiting for Brad to put an end to the loud, berating, and very annoying shtick, but he was either enjoying it or he had no idea how to rein him in. <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> it wasn't entertaining in the least. Oh, it, was a, it was an annoying listen and a struggle to keep from swiping delete. If this was my first listen, there definitely wouldn't have been a second. Oh, let's hope Brad, let's hope Brad and the gang can get back to a more professional discussion about people committing crimes in Florida. <laughs> 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 okay, Zach, you've got it. I'm, oh God, I'm so done. <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, two things. One, um. <laughs> all right first of all i was I, yes i had had a few drinks i wasn't drunk okay uh, there, there, there was no dwi test <laughs> i didn't have blow into your microphone please uh, uh, but also part of the problem why it was so loud i i went back and listened to i saw the video and i saw the uh I listened to the uh, audio <laughs> version, and part of the reason it was so loud was because it was not – it was picking up the wrong mic. It was picking up my my mic in my webcam, not the mic that I use, my condenser mic. Oh. So I sounded a lot more loud than I normally would have. So between that – yes, was I, was, I, was I tipsy? I'll absolutely own to being tipsy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wasn't, uh, but I wasn't going to get put on a mask and rob a convenience store and get tipsy, <laughs> or or steal some uh, laxatives. Or <laughs> be exposed at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I wasn't going to be a subject of of stupid ass Spider Man criminals. Um, but uh, you know, if it, again, I, I will apologize if, if it wasn't your if you didn't find it funny. Uh, obviously, yeah, screaming drunk Zach, that was funny. Uh, thank you, Anthony. I'm glad you found it funny. Um, God dang. Uh, but I, I thought me being, you know, me being a little uh, more uh, passionate was a good thing. You know, mm. we, we get accused of being so negative on the show. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, like I say, if, if you got offended, I apologize. This is, but uh, um, obviously, oh uh, 
<clears throat> professional. I mean, yeah. after tonight, we kind of question whether. I mean, well, uh, between that, between well, Brad's dirty jokes and, well, and it, it's like two a.m. How are we going to be professional at this point? <laughs> this is, and this and is what's cool. funny is uh, Vinkman on the YouTube chat says. I was born on Halloween. I'm kind of dreading about that Florida story that comes up on that date. <laughs> all right, we got to uh, we, we, right. we, we got to end on a, on a funny. Come on now. All right, Let, let's uh, final <sighs> thoughts, uh, Peter. Thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> no problem, guys. Oh, thanks for killing me with that <laughs> mug shut. Good. God. Oh, that's funny. Hey, real quick, some thoughts on uh, C2E2. Oh, um, <clears throat> uh, it was really good. Um, yep. I enjoyed it. Uh, I shared a picture of both Sobolski, uh, Ramos, and Spencer on yep. the front page. So be sure to go check that out. The Hunter panel was very fun. I think that you should do more panels like that. Yep. Um, and Sobolski and Spencer, very nice. I didn't get to talk to Ramos that much. Yep. But, uh, you know, I, I got some contact information for Brad. You, I, I, got, uh, I sent an email to uh, Nick Spencer this week. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to do the podcast. We just got to get a time. We got to figure yeah. out the time. And and I thank Peter for that. That's awesome. Oh, great. Oh, I, he hasn't written back, but <laughs> <laughs> he's told you in person he's willing to do it. So yes, I think that's yes. a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Also, Otley also willing. I think is what you said. Yeah. Well, I I gave him your I gave you his contact information. Yeah. So I think that'd be fun interviews. That'd be really fun. I wonder if they could put their birth date in Florida and we could play this game <laughs> by for the way, Vic- round. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, uh, Vic- yeah. Uh, Florida man was arrested while riding while while in an inflatable dinosaur costume after he allegedly <laughs> beat his girlfriend when she could not attend a Halloween party with him. <laughs> oh, and this is even where the best part. Josh used to live in the city. Please, Patrick Galloway, nineteen of Port St. Lucie. <laughs> where Josh used to live. Push the woman to the ground. Oh, this is not funny at all. Oh, that's Push not the funny. <laughs> Push the ground, the ground and held her neck to the floor, according to the smoking gun. Oh, woman no. said Galloway was wearing a, the dinosaur costume when she arrived at his home on Saturday. God. Beat up by an inflatable dinosaur of Barney or something like that. <laughs> Oh my God! I love you. Final you. thoughts, Zach. Oh my God! Oh, uh, uh, a lot of laughs tonight. This oh was, my God! Uh, Gosh, who would have thought uh, they would have come this late in the show? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, this man. is uh, one of the funnier. Uh, I mean, yeah. between Jr. Jr.'s actual uh, spider news. Yeah, his uh, spider dumbass. What is it? Uh, spider, spider morons. Morons. Spider morons. Spider morons. <clears throat> now, uh, now between, yeah. But between that and the and the and the Florida Man Challenge, Jesus, I mean, that's funny. <laughs> good God, Jr. Final thoughts, you Jr. You ask why I give you the weird ones, so we have <laughs> moments like this on the show. That's why. Uh, all I'm going to say is, George, uh, we miss you, and uh, yeah, you know, come back and carry your own slack. Besides, <laughs> you- <laughs> can you imagine? Besides, he's got, he's got to defend Stegron, doesn't he? I mean, Stegron's he always needs to be defended. Stegron's been an amazing for the last couple of months. We have not heard George's opinion. So it's not Peter needs to tell him about how Stegron, he, you know, the, the Stegron <laughs> lost the challenge, even though oh, yeah. Peter valiantly tried to defend I him. Did. So, yeah, I did. <sighs> All right, that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you, YouTubers. I thank you for watching. We've had, we, I don't think we've ever gone under ten for several hours now. So I appreciate you all sticking <sighs> through us for that. Yeah, all right. we hope we provided you with entertainment. If not, write an iTunes review telling us how bad we are. <laughs> I live in Florida. 
I live in Florida, and I find this podcast offensive. <laughs> One out of five stars. That'll be next month. <laughs> uh, probably our next podcast will be an Avengers Endgame uh, movie review show, if I had to guess. Yeah. I, so that's yeah. coming up fast. So. Well, it's coming up. Well, we, we made – well – yeah, I mean, we yeah. might do another review show between now we, and then. I think we, we might have another satellites in us, and uh, yes, we will have a we will do a, we will do April satellites. That's about it. Yeah. All right. Go to Patreon.com/slash CrawlSpace. Go to Patreon.com/slash CrawlSpace for an exclusive um, podcast talking about all things all things Spidey that are not re- amazing related, such as friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Ghost Gwen, or Ghost Spider, excuse me, and Miles Morales. We're also doing the Sun and Demon. Uh, uh, breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Who, who is the Cinnamon? Who is the Cinnamon?